I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, this is episode number 13 of the Top 40 Countdown. Lucky or unlucky, I don't know. But uh, this is with Jamie Kilstein. Happy Codependence Day is the name of the episode. We talk about codependency. He has struggled with it. I have struggled with it. And so we get into a lengthy conversation about it. Uh, Jamie has since converted to Christianity since this. I I'm assuming he was Jewish, but non-practicing. I haven't actually re-listened to the episode once again because I am batch editing these for release. But of course, we'll be re-listening to all of them to find clips and just take a trip down memory lane with you guys as they're dropping or probably before that because I feel like I want to get the clips done. doesn't matter. I don't know if he found Jesus organically through his quest of bettering himself or and this is based on absolutely nothing except for the topic of this podcast and not really remembering what we talked about other than codependence and relationships if he started dating some girl who loves Jesus and was just like well this is what I do now too uh that is not a knock at him it's just a question that popped up in my mind and perhaps someday soon I can have him back on and ask him that and learn about his journey into his new religion either way he was delightful to talk to it was a really interesting conversation about codependency so if you struggle with this you will relate if you know someone who does or have heard someone say they do this is good insight to how their brain works and maybe uh you know how that's operating for them so it can help you understand them better yeah so no further ado episode number 13 happy codependence day with jamie kilstein I'm very professional. I do the same thing. Um, I don't even have the headphones in my ears. I just... I don't wear the headphones. Why do I plug them in? They make me uncomfortable. Hi, you guys. Listen, um, I'm here with Jamie Kilstein. Did I say that right? Yeah, totally. It just has only ever existed in... No, that's not true. I've heard your name a million times. Yeah, yeah, Um, I'm so insecure. People people could be named Bob Smith. And I'd be like, did I... Did I I do that right? Is it Smythe? Is that Chinese? (laughs) Mm, It's different. I haven't... (laughs) Bob? Uh, how are you? First uh, of all. I'm good. Hungover. I'm, I'm hungover. Yeah, 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 I'm hungover. And I don't drink a lot, really. No. Well, I, I got hungover recently, too, because I don't drink a lot. Yeah. And I drank a little. Were you, I was with, uh, I was with a young person and they have, a young person? they have like hot young people metabolism and I, oh. and I have like insecurity. So I like have, so to, you have keep to like up, keep up and I'm just like, I'm going to fucking die. I am a hundred percent going to die. And then they're like, fine. Like essentially like at the drunker I got. I felt sick, and the drunker she got, the more she talked about David Foster Wallace. Oh, my God. I, I remember being like a, that young. I remember being David Foster Wallace young. I know. I felt like I was hooking up with just, like, a dude who makes fun of me on Reddit. You know what that's I mean? That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's what I do. I, like, I won't drink at all, and then I have friends that are just so good uh, at drinking. Alcoholics? I'll say it in yeah. the nice way. It's like, oh, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, just career-length alcoholism. Yeah. Fun, mm-hmm. fun group. They're like the still fun alcoholics. Are you friends with Stanhope? Um, I no, feel like you would be. I, no, I feel like I would love Stanhope, yeah. but I actually have never met him. He pulled. He was the first guy who like took me out to open for him, and like 
it's weird because everyone talks about him being like an alcoholic and and all this stuff, but like there's something very functional about him when he like I've never and I've been like hammered with him and I've never been like oh you're you're a bad like you're gonna do something bad or awful like. I feel like oh. alcoholics, like, they'll have, like, one drink, and suddenly there's, like, this weird fucking look in their eye, whereas, like, duh, there are certain comics that can they're just, like, they've mastered Well, there's it. a difference between being a, like, raging alcoholic and a functional alcoholic, I yeah, think. I think so. Where it's, like, this, you've just, some people have figured out how to live being drunk all the time. Yeah. I and, think that's a commitment, which, like, I don't And some want. people, I think, can't handle being drunk all the time, but they're still drunk all the time. Yeah. And yes. I don't want to tell people when they need to get help, but... Right. Like, that for sure is when it's definitely a problem. Yeah. But I guess I'm like, well, if you're fine and you're not hurting anyone, except for, like, yourself and your liver, maybe. See, that's the thing is, like, I don't like it. Like, even during, like, while I'm doing it, I feel like I do it to be, like... I'm, it's it's, very, I'm very social about it now. Like, I'm like, oh, everyone else is having a drink? That's what I was just going to say. I'll have a drink. Yeah. I, I, I have never gotten over being, like, the 16-year-old trying to be cool. Oh, my God. I pretended I did cocaine once. I just you remember pretended that. you did cocaine? Yeah, Wait. My, tell oh, me about Jesus this. Christ. That, came, that hit me like a bus. These, um... Uh, these kids, we were we were like freshmen. <laughs> they because they knew I was such a fucking loser, desperate for approval. They um, <laughs> they like chiseled away plaster off of something, and they like told me it was cocaine. Oh my god! I've never done cocaine as an adult. Like I've never done real cocaine. God, probably because of this. And so like <sighs> I snorted it, and I was like, "Well, I'm fucked up." And they were like, "You started plaster, you fucking loser." And, and you're then, like, "Yeah, I'm probably still fucked up from that." Yeah, because it's like poison that I just put in my body. So yeah. I, I'm not lying. I'm an idiot, but I, I I'm definitely like I don't feel well. Because you're like, this you doesn't feel plaster. good at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, that could kill me. Uh-huh. Um, but I just do it to be cool. I feel like, like, you remember when you were 16 and, like, the idea of getting drunk or going to get the, 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 the booze or, like, like, my favorite parts in, uh, like, uh, uh, heist movies are, like, the we're, we're, we're getting the band together. Mm-hmm. Like, setting up the team and getting the gear and yes. shit like that. Where that's how I feel with drinking. And then, like, when I'm actually doing it, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I don't like. I don't crave alcohol. No part of me is like, oh, this drink will take the edge off. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that was a thing till I got to know other people. I know. By the way, we sound like I know we're not, but we sound like this podcast so far is us convincing ourselves we're not alcoholics. That we're not alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just like. Uh, I mean, I definitely in college and in high school used to. I would say partied really hard yeah. in terms of drinking alcohol. But like when I've talked to my friends now as an adult, and like I have friends that feel like they have to have a drink to calm their feelings. I go yeah. like, oh, that's different than how I'm... So I actually thought I was an alcoholic, and I quit, and I even wrote a fucking dramatic piece and went on NPR about it. <laughs> uh, uh, like, for three years. I, and uh, and I realized it was just I was in an, a, a shitty marriage, and I was depressed. So, like... So it's like you were not necessarily drinking healthily, but no, it wasn't... No, 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 no. I actually... Wa- so... I believe I would be a raging alcoholic if I wasn't like uh, I'm like kind of a pussy like I'm a lightweight. I don't like being inebriated. I don't like even having like the spins. I like freak out. Um, but I was like consistently drinking a lot, and my mom's an alcoholic. Oh my and mom! Was also in a shitty marriage. So is she the kind of alcoholic that's like you know it runs in the family? Yeah, you could be an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But I my mean, mom. she's like <laughs> been uh, in jail. My mom's such a uh, alcoholic. They had to give her uh, the stuff a, that makes you throw up. No, a defibula, a robot heart. Uh, what? close uh yeah they gave her like a defibrillator so and we were like all right well clearly like her heart stopped and now she has a uh pretend uh, a heart so that'll make her stop drinking but it was the opposite of that where it just made her a stronger drinker she became like this like terminator alcoholic where she would drink (laughs) till her heart stopped 
uh, the Christ. fucking thing would go like, she would go to the hospital. They would have to put her on like suicide watch because only someone who would drink that much. They're like, surely you're trying to surely. kill yourself. Well, it's like- and she's like, no, it's Memorial Day or whatever. And then uh, she came back. She would go back home, drink again, heart stop. It would like bring her back. So it's almost like it took the fear of death away from her. So Jesus. she drank more. Um, so like I was so depressed in New York and like my marriage was pretty much like I played the role of like the fuck up and accepted that. So sort of assumed everything was my fault for a very long time. So oh, no. when things were bad, I was like, well, maybe it's, uh, I'm it's drinking. It must be maybe. something I'm doing. Yeah. So I stopped oh. drinking for like three years. Codependence. And, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and then recently I started casually drinking again. And last night's like the closest to like drunk I've been in a very long time. But I asked my friend who's like, I'm just friends with a bunch of like people who were like rock stars in the nineties and now we're like an AA. I love that. uh, And I was like, do you think I'm an alcoholic? And he's like, no, he has like these like questions he asks where he's like, he's like alcohol serving. Yeah. Like, can you leave a drink without like finishing it? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Like if I feel amount of beers, I don't finish. Yeah. I mean, I will like chug water at the bar just cause I'm like, I don't like being drunk but anyway so last night i tried to keep up and i feel like garbage and i wish I oh didn't. no i'm no. sorry well that's where i fucked up i think the other night because i didn't even get really drunk yeah. I, didn't, I don't think i got drunk at all i just drank enough without hydrating yeah my, but my body can't handle it now i, I mean i, I have the body of a 90 year old and so <laughs> it's to the point where like i think i'm gonna get it's a bold statement to be like i'm gonna be sober because it just seems like I'm projecting so much into the future just with that statement. I'm kind of thinking about it. But I just for for my body. I know. Here's what I will say is that I I I I, I never I never regret not drinking. Like mm-hmm. when I quit drinking there were like certain like ritualistic things that I thought were going to like be shitty. Like whenever I would watch like the, like the fights like UFC with like my like fight team. I'm like, "Oh, how am I not going to drink? We all drink." And I remember yeah. I just drank water and I was more awake, paid attention more, and then noticed when everyone else started to get like loud and stupid and then left early and finished the fights at home and it was great. Like, you- oh, so I wasn't a fucking jackass. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's also like. And I'm- then you wake up and you feel amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty high energy as it is too. And it's like, oh, I don't have to be drunk to be fun. Not that I'm worried about it, but sometimes there's a big chunk of my life, I think, like college and high school where. Half of my drinking was so other people were okay with how I acted because they could go like, oh, she's just drunk. And I'm like, I'm wild, but like I'm actually sober. I got I just said this on my a bonus episode of my Patreon. So apologies to the people who are like, you just said this, but Uh, slash go to Patreon. Go to my Patreon. (laughs) No, but I was like, I at my best friend, my best friend, Maddie, got married a couple years ago and I was in his wedding and the bartender cut me off. She's like, she she like said to him, a from, wedding from bartender bar- no, cut you off. Like, hey, that girl can't have any more to drink. And he he was like, she hasn't had anything to drink. Like, <gasps> I wasn't drinking. That's so funny. I just was like wild on the dance floor, like, dan- like fun, like dancing with old people. Yeah, and just, yeah, yeah. And she's like, we have to cut her off. Where was the wedding? Uh, Florida. See, it was somewhere where they're like. They like see like uh, uh, someone being independent and having fun by themselves, and they're like, like they must be that drunk. must be drugs. Yeah, yeah, like no one has fun like that without booze. Yeah, this yeah, is Florida. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably on meth. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, I I remember. Um, wait, what did you just say uh, before people the, before drinking? The so other thing. people are okay with me. Uh, yeah, I do that, and then oh my god, the 
So my embarrassing moment was you. Oh, your one embarrassing my moment. My one embarrassing moment ever was this one's pretty bad though. Um, it, for comics, you 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 will cringe. Um, oh no, I hope your listeners will like it. But I um, right around when I started like featuring for people, um, and like that's when you're just like I fucking made it. Like, like I'm doing it. So excited. Like I would I would pay to go back i mean i probably will have to go back there i need to start, <laughs> i need to start featuring for people again um and uh, and i was featuring at go bananas in cincinnati oh, with eddie ift oh wow and who i haven't seen in fucking forever um and uh and the first show and it was right around when i like there was like I feel like ma- manager interest, not like agent interest, but like right around. Manager still, if it's a good manager, that's yeah, all you yeah, need. Yeah. Well, like right Shout around, out to my well, manager, Molly. <laughs> who, Molly? Uh, Hurwitz. She's the best. Oh, never mind. I don't know her, but uh, oh, she sounds great. like the best. Um, <laughs> I went to, uh, so I was at Go Bananas, and it was right around when I like probably needed like a tape. I was like desperate for a tape, and I could Ugh. never get it. They're tape. so hard They're to so get. So hard, and the thought of having to like do it right now, dude. The only reason I got on Conan is because that poor guy followed me around and watched like two different hour sets of mine, and sat there with a notebook to find and he, like, like carved the out your only five minutes that are even that were doable at that time because everything back then was like. I mean, I'm still filthy, but it was also like very political. Yeah, um, so and, and you kind of have to be a little more neutral. It was a nightmare, and so um, so anyway, so the first set's going really well, and people start buying me drinks um, on stage, and I feel like a fucking rock star. And that club is like, it's just like I heard it's, it's a good such club. a road club. It's yeah, like, it was great. Like it's just like a good, like solid just, road club. Yeah, it was just like I've um, never done it. It was great, and uh, and then. Uh, so the second show, and I was young, I was like 25, 26-ish, and uh, then the second show, um, I did the fucking idiot thing where I was like, uh, I was like, hey, so the first show was like, buy me drinks, you guys gonna like top them? Oh, and in between those shows, I was drinking with the audience, because there was a no! bar. So I am hammered, right? And uh, is rooftop comedy still a thing? Because they were... They- uh, yeah, I think so, they still like film in some okay, clubs. Okay, yeah, so they that was one of the clubs they taped at. And they taped my second set, which, oh, again, no. people were bringing tra- – but so here's the cringy part is I, not only do I think this is my tape, not only do I think I'm going to start headlining. You're all drunk like, like this is what – Carve this out. Like this is it because I'm like – in my head, I like crushed. Um, <laughs> but I call my ex at the time, and this is the cringy part, and, I, and I'm wasted. And I was just like, babe, I'm like fucking Bill Hicks, man. I'm like Bill Hicks. I'm like <laughs> – I could have like oh, taken no. this town. I can't like, we could have marched story. to the capital of like Cleveland or wherever the fuck I was. <laughs> I was like, we could march. I could start a revolution, but like, like comedy is supposed to be about like life and whatever. And so <laughs> I am uh, intensely emailing Rooftop Comedy for like six months to be like, yo, I need this tape, man. Yo, my career is in the back. And it's like, like a I get terrible tape back. Tape? It is the worst. You can't understand anything I'm saying. It sounds like I'm talking in slow motion where I just say, bring me shots. And like, it was all, I'm out of frame most of the time because I'm just like <laughs> like like tilting off the stage at like the edge of the stage. Um, have you been back to go bananas? I have not. <laughs> I have not. I have not. I have not. I mean, I have been. Uh, yeah. No, I haven't. <laughs> so funny. So was that? Um, oh God. Yeah, it was gross. Oh, drunk mania. It's beautiful. Gross. Yeah. Oh my God. So okay. Anyway, no more. Wait. I'll take a break with you if you're you like, if you want to if you if you stop drinking for a while. I'll do it. You're codependent you. so much. Oh my need. God. You're right. Fuck that. That was an accidental segue. That you're like that. If you do it, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll be. This is literally why I haven't gone we'll to a codependent anonymous we'll... meeting because I can't find anyone. I mean, I I joke about it, but like 
That's really funny. I keep being like, are you available to go to this meeting with me to yeah. my friends? I feel like that would just be like a room of targets for me. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, and it's that's what happens. And then somebody told me they've been to meetings and like everyone's so codependent that you have a timer. You're only it's the only place I've ever like every other 12 step. I've never heard of them like, timing people's. That's sets, but funny. people go like, oh, can I go There's on? sets. I love sets. that you said I that. I go to the set. Uh, oh, can I make a confession that I've never said? Okay, so he's been public about this. Um, he's, like, written about it, so I'm not, like, ratting anyone out. But, like, Moby brought me to an AA meeting when I was trying to figure out. He was the one who gave me those questions. Yeah. Um, when I was trying to figure out. By the way, I thought he would use his real name. You know how they, like, go around and they, like, you just Did say your say first Moby? name. Like, Richard. Like, he was just, like, Moby. And I was like, what? Um, but does, it was, does he not want people to know his real name? No. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um... But it was also like uh, uh, I is learned. Is that his real name? Maybe a, it's Moby. Yeah, an A meeting in Hollywood is like bigger mm. than any industry party you've ever been to. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's all of my favorite actors. Oh and my like, god, it's so that's so funny. I've heard that from so many people. Broken. We can't. Yeah. Um, say anything. I know. Um, but I fucking went. Uh, I got a laugh, and it felt. And it, this was after like not doing stand up for a year. And you're like. Feels good. Yep, that I was gotta the, get back that out was there. the only. I never have been back to an AA meeting, and I started doing stand up again. Like, That's what I got right. from it. Just go out on top. I know. Well, here's what I will say about you: with like from the little I know about you, or we've been talking like pretty, like we've been talking about like personal shit. Yeah. Um, you are self aware enough that I think that's the biggest part of getting over any sort of like addiction. Is, or, I mean, that's literally what they. That's the first step. Is like admitting you have a right, problem. Right, right, right. But I mean, I, when I, I, I tried going, like the AA one, I was like, okay, this isn't for me. I'm not an alcoholic. And, but Al-Anon, I'm Al-Anon all, I'm is all what I probably things. need to do. Yeah. So I went, and I have been like, I had the fucking worst year of my life, like la- uh, last year, and like almost killed myself and all this stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. And like, meh. And, um. Thank you for living. Yeah, aw. Um, selfish. And I said that. What's that? I was like, I said that very selfishly. <laughs> Thank you for living. Because so you could be on I my podcast. I have a podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but, but what's really gotten me through is like, Figuring shit out, figuring where I went wrong, figuring out where not to blame myself, figuring out how to get better and like being like really positive and excited and blah, blah, blah. So uh, mentally, this is the best I've been, I think, in my entire life. I mean, I know in my entire life, like my family set up, my friends, uh, people oh, I've great. dated. Like I feel great. Um, but I went to this Al-Anon meeting. And again, dudes, if it helps you, like I'm not shitting on it. That's the thing is like it, I it, don't I know I fit the criteria. I don't know if it's for me. It was not for me where I it was the most depressed I got since like kind of everything like crumbled and um, one of my family members is in a I read out my mom for being an alcoholic and I'm not going to say the one who's in recovery whatever that's Um, so funny my mom checks in at AA meetings does she yes my mom like on Facebook checks people in with her and I'm like that's not how this works hysterical she tags everybody (laughs) yeah great seeing you last night wink um and uh she but she was like it's kind of like a like, if you're trying to cleanse, um, like, if you're trying to stop eating sugar, like, uh, the first yeah. week or whatever sucks and kind of makes it worse. And then you feel better. Again. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what she said about, like, Al-Anon. I was like, I kind of get it. But it made me feel, like, more broken. And I feel like all of that, like, being positive and that, like, um, sort of, like, trying to be your best self and move forward. Not denial, because um, you don't want to be positive to the point where you're, like, denying Yeah, shit. people who are, like, all light and love and, like, happiness that's and, like, not good everything's either. positive. It's like, no, that's not realistic. No, but if you're in a room full of people who, like, my mom would do this shit where, and I think it ties in with, like, people who are addicts or Al-Anon people where, like, anything you say that was good, she would just 
Like I told her, I, I told her, I called her once and I was like, mom, I'm playing the Sydney Opera House. And like, I dropped out of high school. That's a big fucking deal for me. And she just goes, I wish someone would take me to Australia. And I was like, what the fuck did yeah, that mean? What? Where did that, go? just say you're proud of me. Say that's yeah, cool. Just be like, good job. Yeah. Yeah. And then stop. Uh, you could have like said less words and hurt me less. Like, or just hang up. I don't care. Um, it's hard. Yeah. And so Al-Anon, I, all of that stuff. It was a bunch of like, um, kind of those people, and I was like, I don't like, like bathing in there. Yeah, no, but I, I, nothing against them. I was just like, I can't be around. No, it's I like I think a bunch of people who are like airing their negative shit and because... like still processing it. This way. some people like need that for catharsis and to process it, and I and think they not feel alone. Well, yeah, and, and that's a part of everyone's journey because I think at some point I would be, I would have benefited more from something like that, me or too. like me too, like getting over the step of realizing the way I feel isn't crazy. I'm not the only person that feels this way. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And that's what I think a big part of why that's there. But yeah, I'm the kind of person too is like, I can't sit around no. and like, cause, cause to me it becomes a repetitive cycle where yes. I'm just going to stay in the negative. Yep. Me too. And then, um, and so I went back cause one of my friends was like, well, you should find like a sponsor. Cause I'm like, if I can work the steps, the steps sounded good. I like their isms. Like they have really good little, like, uh, like clever, like life advice, like uh, uh, they say just all the little it, yeah, like phrases. I was in a really unhealthy relationship last year, and it was if it's hysterical, it's historical. I think Moby said to me once. Oh, so wow. like, if you're like drawn to some like crazy situation, it's probably because of something in your past, right? Oh wow, like, it like so, reminds you of something. Yeah, else. so I just want like an Al-Anon book of isms because like then I went back for like um to find a sponsor and you volunteer at the end it's like whoever wants to be a sponsor volunteered and so i was looking during the people sharing i was like oh that guy seems to have his shit together that guy's in my industry oh that was a really positive thing none of those motherfuckers rose their ha- raised their hands yeah because it's too set- much work Dude, everyone who raised their hands to be sponsors were the ones that were like oh, i just can't fucking take it anymore and i'm like i don't want you to be my sponsor yeah. like i don't want to bring you into my life yeah uh, like I you're li- negative and yeah. also like what uh, and i feel like we sort of in a weird way this is gonna be very narcissistic about our industry but we do kind of get that with comedy people we're like comedy people are so and i forgot about this when i walked away um so open and so vulnerable and they'll make fun of us like we'll make fun of each other but i feel like you can talk your shit out and not feel alone you can get that you get that with the community that you're in yeah no i think so too i think it's easier to be well just the line of what is appropriate in general and that obviously goes over into jokes and shit Mm -hmm. is blurred to the point of non-existence with a lot of comedians. Yeah. But it it translates into like real life emotional shit. I mean, we're like, I don't have to like worry. I'm going to make someone like for the most part, seize up. If I talk about being suicidal or like, right, 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 right. Although I've dated, I dated a guy once who just had like a really happy family life. I, to this day, don't know why the fuck he's in, he's doing comedy. Like he's like (laughs) fine at comedy, but like, He's fine, You're you like, know. Who hurts you, man? Someone. But yeah, I mean, it's like his parents are still together, and like Ugh. he calls his parents all the time, and like that took a long time for me to like. He called his mom regularly, and it was just, it took me a while to not go like, why is something wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, if, if if my mom calls me, I'm just like someone is. I'm I'm the man of the house now. Someone has yeah, died. Yeah, like somebody has died. Yep, 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 yep. I have days before she shows up here and tries to move in. <laughs> yep, like, yep, yep. yeah, no, and it was like I told him a story about. Something from my childhood, and I felt like we were clo- like we were dating for months. Yeah, and I just sort of it came up randomly. It was a story about my mom attempting to commit suicide, and he was, he was literally like, "Why would you tell me that?" Because you're right. But I feel Our like a lot mom. of 
non-comedy people are the same way where they're like oh you just don't you don't talk about how you feel and that's what's quote normal yeah god i have so many things which is why people who like feel crazier when they have emotions dude if i talk too much or like i'm really like i'm so excited to be talking about all this stuff i'm not trying to like um, no it's fine you're the guest no 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 no. i'm sorry if i no don't no 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 no, please because everything you're saying is reminding me of more shit so um i had an ex um so two things um, about that. And then I feel like I had a comedy thing. Oh, well, one, I mean, one of the reasons uh, I was so excited we became friends, too, is, you know, when I wasn't doing comedy, I was only hanging around progressive journalists. Uh, but I was the funniest one. So I stayed. And uh, and I had so even like your Instagram today, like when you were talking about like uh, the blowjob stuff, <laughs> I was like taken back. I was like, oh. <gasps> And then I was like, oh, my God, that's right. It's so nice just to be around people who just openly talk about all their shit. And Wait, what do you mean taken care. back? Like, because I'm so not used to people talking like that. Oh, yeah. Because I was, because I was away from comedy for so oh, long. Oh, and people, it's like they talk about the issues they care about, but they don't go deep into. Into their own stuff. Yeah, yeah, Well, I, I think a lot of it is their. Uh, it's like big picture. Well, no, I, that's giving them too much credit. I think a lot of it is pr- covering up their own shit. So just being really loud about issues that they'll never have to actually do anything about. Oh, right? no, you know, I mean, that's a huge problem with social media and media in general. Yeah. Is that like the like I did that. I yeah, totally I think the people who yell the most, and I'm like, cool, what are you actually doing besides like repeating things in Nothing. this void that's I, Twitter? Yeah, and all I would do, and uh, and I've said this on a million podcasts, I said this on like Burt's and Joe's, but like I would just refresh my political things, not to see if the cause was helped, but to see like if a celebrity retweeted it or whatever. And then, yeah. um, and also ever since I stopped doing all that, um, I've become like a better, like, I call my mom. Now I actually like call my mom. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas before I was like, I don't have time for her. I'm helping feminism. I'm like, so I don't have time to call my female mother. Yeah. Like, you fucking piece of I'm shit. I'm helping feminism. The, How dare I you? I was the fucking worst. So then. Uh, white but, male feminist? Straight white male ugh, feminist? Ugh. And so um, my, but the suicide thing, I, I will one up your shitty boyfriend. Um, unless, again, I can feature for him. Uh, I don't know who it is. Uh, yeah, uh, you'll be, you, no. I <laughs> Probably not. Um, to one up that, I had my ex. Um, I told her I was suicidal and not like, look, it is creepy. If you're like, if you're in a moment, if you're like, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Then it's like, okay, that's like abusive and like not good, right? Yeah. But we were actually really good, but it was during a phase where I was suicidal. Like, suicidal. Was so you're like, hey, I should tell you this. Yep. And uh, she said that was a microaggression. <laughs> well, that's what you da- get for dating someone who you probably yeah. met through like a feminist tweet <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you did I'll tell you no i'll tell you who it was afterwards okay that's so funny that was a microaggression oh my god <laughs> um that's a microaggression it's like i'm sorry like that's the thing is like to uh, telling you how i feel right and is, then not feeling like you can't like just being like all right well, that's i guess hard i don't part. open up that's like the opposite i'm not of defending suicide. that but like that is one of the hard things about relationships where yeah. like i'm a big advocate lately of just it's not a thing i need to advocate for but just reinforcing the idea of how love is super easy but relationships are very hard because like as soon as you go like in theory me saying i love someone like i tell people i love them all the time and in my mind i told people who i barely know that and they look at like guys and stuff be like love you man and they look at me so weird well it's the thing is that like because of how we're socially conditioned around love like i don't tell someone i love them because there's any responsibility behind that. Like, right. me loving you doesn't mean that you suddenly have to, like, treat me differently. Right. 
but people are like, uh, love? Uh, yeah, now yeah, what yeah. do I fucking have do, to be here for do, you? And I'm like, no, this is not a thing where I like. I have to be here for you? No, you just keep doing you. I love what you're doing. Stop saying that. I'm like, don't <laughs> say that word. Again. But well, in like in in love, but more importantly, like, when you put like a title on a relationship, yeah. there's all these silent ideas we put onto someone because we're like, now you're a boyfriend. Now you're right. a husband. And it's like, in my mind, me being just like said person yeah in a person's mind they go well this is what i think a boyfriend is supposed to do for totally. me and let me be very clear this was uh roughly nine years into the relationship it Good wasn't like God. our third date yeah and I exactly was like, well, i mean hey this was just like hey the person you said you are gonna love forever is gonna die and like I'm wants like, to die yeah, can you not be the opposite of a like suicide prevention poster where it's like if you're feeling sad don't ask for help just like isolate yourself no it it's so funny the amount of people i mean you see this on twitter too with mental health stuff the people that'll be like when a celebrity commits suicide the amount of tweets of people that i like you know reach out and there's people who i'm like bitch i have reached out to you and you were like there are people who's like who are like hey like i'm just trying to like not really be around negative energy and it's like okay all right cool Great, thank you. But you, but know, you know what brings me positive energy? Those sweet retweets when someone <laughs> kills themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's like fuck off. I know, I know. But um, also, I don't, I don't actually harbor anger towards those people because it's so hard. It is hard. Like, um, like being there. Like we all want to be someone that can be leaned on. Mm-hmm. Like I want my friends to feel like they can call me at any time. But like, yeah. oh my god, imagine if your friends called you at any time they were sad, especially when you're friends with comics. I know. Well, and it's also then it's hard. And that becomes addicting too. Where like I used to do that. One of the things that I've been working on is I definitely like made my like feel like I made my depression sort of about other people. Like you get addicted to. I got um, addicted to feeling like the, yeah. Where even in high school, I'm definitely by the way gonna be eating oh, good, while good, you're good. talking yeah, yeah. into the microphone. Okay, yeah, I'm great. disgusting. Uh, no, I do. My listeners, all, I do are, that all the time. Um and it's a microaggression towards your listeners. Um, I I just got shit in my tits. I deserve everything. Sorry, go on. No, no, Tell me. Um, More so I was talking about my suicide. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I got bread in my tits. I got bread in my tits. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm eating sugary treats. I'm like, mm, tell me about your suicide. We are going to get so tired. We are going to crash in I, probably mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Um, sure. And uh, I forgot what I was going to say. But, oh, wait. I, but I've digressed so much. Uh, you, you, the reason you had me on was to talk about literally none of this. I don't think we've, I mean, we kind of have alluded to the codependency thing. I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about codependence. Um, can I ask you a question before I forget? As I shovel. Yes. uh, And then I have, uh, uh, I have to remember I, this chair is peeling. So if I have black (laughs) shit on me, you guys can see this. I don't need to say any of this. Whatever, go on. You could act like everything is fine. I said you're like, there's bread on my tits. I got black <laughs> chair stuff on my legs. Listen, I don't know what my brand is, but this is part it's of it, this. probably. Yeah, no, it works. I hate um, the word brand. I, it's... <laughs> I'll, like, start using words like that ironically, and then it slowly stops becoming ironic, yeah. and now I'm using that word. Um, hashtag brand. Hashtag brand. Okay, wait, codependency. That, I have cat stories. Hey, do you think that... Um, I actually wrote this down because I wanted your take on this. So, like, I do you think like searching for identity has to do with codependency? And what I mean by that is like, um, I, I I've always been like very all or nothing mm-hmm. with um, I've always been very. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Fuck, um, the addicted to depression thing. It was mm-hmm. kind of like um, that like old like Louis C.K. bit. 
how fucked up is it that even though everyone's like mad at Louis, he's such a good comic. He, he like still has to be still, the guy to quote. Like, eh, it was a Louis. I'm just you're like, like, I know I'm not supposed to bring him up, but I like, one time Louis had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're talking about comedy advice, he's so good that you still have to be like, well, this is, I mean, he's right. Um, but he had that bit about like, kind of like being in school and like fantasizing that they'd make like an announcement about like your parents being dead and like all the <laughs> attention you'd get and stuff. And like, I, I kind of used to do that. Like, I've never related well, to no. a bit so hard. I mean, it's true. I think a lot of people, when they come out about their depression, or they're like, when you get kind of validated for it, and yeah. people go like, oh, wow, thank you for saying that. I have- it's easy for people to like inadvertently make victimhood their identity. Dude, so that's what I did, uh, 100%, and especially like with the, the scene I was in, that's kind of like our uh, our jam uh, was. and But this happened to me the other day is I've really been working on – like being positive and like not being the person who, when someone's like, how are you always being like, ugh, or like stressed <laughs> or busy or whatever. And it really does make a difference when you're like, I'm great. Um, because you do think about, there are great things happening, right? Like mm-hmm. I've been trying to focus more on like gratitude and like all that shit. Um, but the other day things were really bad. It was like, I had like a day where like this last week where that same depression that I had before, like sort of came back mm-hmm. and I went in, uh, I went to jujitsu and one of my friends was like, how you, how you doing? I was like, really bad man i'm like really depressed and they were like oh bro if you like need anything or whatever and then like someone else is like hey you can like leave early and i was like this is fucking great oh that's like, nice i can use no but this is oh, but you got the like oh in a bad way I'm like, oh i can use this as an excuse i like canceled plans because i was like i'm just really sad and they're like hey you take care of yourself and i was like yeah all right uh and i i, I just got that i remember well, that feeling where i'm just like but the, the it's the, hard because it's like sometimes you do need to take care of yourself but it's easy to get addicted to yeah. that well that and that's the thing is i would have continued that whereas if you keep doing it then people actually want less to do with you it becomes more of a like thirsty sort of a just like tell me i'm good you know uh, yeah people people get exhausted even if you're not trying to do it for like attention people sometimes get like it's hard when someone's chronically depressed you're like I mean, like, I've gone through it and been the person that people are, it's like, you're like, we get it. And you're yeah, like, you're sad. Well, no, but it becomes easy when you talk openly, especially if you're someone who, like, puts out your thoughts for a living. Yeah. I, I realized through, like, the process of working on my own shit that, like, I identified as a depressed person. Mm-hmm. Like, part of my identity was me for too. a while, like, sad girl. Yeah. Me and too. I was like, oh, to the point that, like, if I ever felt happy, it was never like, oh, I'm having a good day. It was like, this must be some sort of manic episode. It's going to mess up your brain. This isn't who I am. That's funny. But when I was depressed, I'd be like, this is who I am, right. rather than, like, I'm just feeling sad right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Like, you would go into the therapist and be like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I had a good day today, and I was, like, really happy. I'm yeah, like, well, I was definitely... There, at that med- time, I was medication? definitely not going to a therapist, but, yeah. like... um God, the amount of times I've quit going to therapists. I but, literally hung up on my brother... Uh, when I, I called him when I called him last week and I wasn't doing well and he was like man I know like now is not the time you don't think you have like the time or money um, but uh, and I was like are you going to tell me to go to therapy he's like I just don't want you to die man and I was just like I gotta go bye Pan-a-ha. I gotta go bye <laughs> oh yeah when people like when that's their sage advice by the way like you should see a therapist. I know. It's like you mean you should. I should stop talking to you about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like what That's you're what you're you're pretending to be helpful in a like? But what you're really saying is like I don't want to hear about this anymore. Yeah, yeah. But also, therapy works for some people. I'm in therapy now, but when people have said that to me, and I'm like, what? What makes you think I don't already see a therapist? Yeah. Or yeah, dude. So many of my 
fucking old friends in New York, like who are the biggest pieces of shit. They also went to therapists. Um, yeah, it's like who knows. Yeah, and, uh, well, and it's also it is hard I mean, to find the right. It, it's 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 good advice. I mean, it makes sense. I've heard a lot of really great things about therapy. But it's also like, do you think I'm fucking stupid? Yes, exactly. (laughs) And it makes me so defensive right away. And maybe maybe that means that that I should go, right? And I have gone. Maybe. Um, But it's also like, to me, that's just the easiest. Instead of being like, hey, man, tell me why you feel this way. It's much easier to be like, you're broken. Go pay to see a broken person doctor. And I'm just like, oh, fuck yourself. That's true. I also do feel like I didn't go to therapy for a long time for a variety of reasons. And I still... I, I go to therapy. I make jokes about how I don't know. Because it's like, you don't know if your therapist is just like, yeah, I want to get a yacht. Keep coming back. Yeah. You know? That's like, what I always used to say, too. Because to, to me, it's almost like, are you really going to a good therapist if at some point there isn't an end to therapy? Ooh, is there part of you, too? Exactly. That's exactly what I used to say. And I'm like, I want, like, like when I first started going was, like, the whole, like, Marriage suicide thing. And, yeah, uh, I started going when I was suicidal. Yeah, and I was like, and this could be the codependency thing, where it's just like, I'm like, tell me what to do. And they're like, well, we don't do that. We just yeah, want no, you it's to like, like, I need like shit out. training. Like, yeah. I need you to tell me like when to stop breaking a pattern or like, yeah, which, things I can do when I have those which, thoughts. Which, by the way, I don't know if that's like our weird like comic do-it-yourself mentality or like, I think that's really good. I'm like, give me a battle plan. Like, if I want to learn jujitsu... I'm like, teach me the moves, show me how to spar them, uh, show me how they will be applicable in a self-defense situation, and then I will go practice. Yes. I don't need to just vent my vent shit out my to shit. some lady who's not going to say anything back to me because I can say that to my fucking friends. Yeah, um, although lately, because the therapist I go to now, I very much feel like what I wanted initially was like I want someone to give me. And if you actually just sort of enjoy it. Like, have you well, no, because I realize I talk so much and i just have so many like thoughts about my emotions and shit that like just having a person that once a week i can go dump my thoughts on helps well because it's like i know like i have friends who love me but i also get that like i'm intense and it could be exhausting so i'm like being able to alleviate that from my friends because also i do that in relationships immediately someone becomes like if i'm dating someone it's like oh i guess i can just really lean on you and then it's like oh why did i just heave my pile of emotional garbage onto you because I'm like, well, you love me. Right. I can be weak with you. <laughs> yeah, but I also think you should be able to. You I, should. I, I think that is a But good I do thing. think it's easy to think that a person can just handle, like, bear the weight of all your emotions, and I don't think right. we right. can. Yeah. I also think with relationships, a lot of times we have the tendency to, like, expect a person to be everything to us, and they're only human, and it's not their fault. Uh- Totally. And then we get disappointed. I agree 100%. And let me be like very clear to your listeners. I'm not saying therapy is bad. You should go to therapy. I don't if, think you're saying that. You. But also. I, I know. But sometimes you have you to, have to like, find what works like, for you. But I, the reason I wanted to ask you about that is like because we're similar. And I'm like I just want to like problem solve this shit on my own. And if I can do that through like um, journaling and making tangible changes. I think that's why I feel okay with it. Because it's like. Ever since I stopped hanging out with those fucking whiny babies uh, <laughs> and started hanging out with, like, athletes uh, by doing, like, jiu-jitsu and, and fighting. Well, and um, that helps your mental health. It's like, exercise. Health, but they're also the kind of people who are like, go get shit done instead of, like, bitch about it on Twitter. And so 
I've kind of applied that to like my mental health where yeah. I'm like, what do I need to work on? Cool. How are we going to do that? Great. Let's keep track of this. Um, yeah, it's like catching a pattern and going, okay, I'm not going to repeat it. Yep. There's times lately where I've like been talking to guys and I can see, I can like now see where it would go too, and like too, I can too, see too, like, too. oh, this is what I would normally do. And like, I'm that, like, oh, yeah. this is the time when I would like dive in and yep. it's like i'm not gonna do I would that dive in here that's where i would get jealous that's where i would wonder if we would work a year down the line that's and it's like I why would... am i fucking worried about what's happening tomorrow let yeah, alone I should be like in this moment enjoy this so i figured i and i figured this out recently my biggest thing with codependency i don't actually know the the exact definition but i think it comes from uh i'm gonna a, pull it up a, like yeah just so we have it um for me I think it comes from like a lack of confidence because mm-hmm. this year, now that I'm like kind of confident with like what I'm doing and who I am and I enjoy my life, um, I've started to go the opposite route. So I was codependent my whole life and now I've just been like dumping people left and right nicely. Um, but the second I, the second <laughs> dumping I, people left and right, but, the second, but there are so many people to dump left and right. So I, I, yeah. Uh, but I've like, I never used to do that. I would stay in everything. If I saw... Ride it into the ground? Yeah. If you were like... I could have met a new girl. Uh, and I remember one time my brother was like, oh, what like, what she look like? I'm like, uh, she's like really tall. She's blonde. She's pretty. She's covered in red flags. Like, I would just be attracted to these people. And, and I would see the problems and I would go, this is either... Did you hit your knee? Yes, I'm fine. Oh, no. My good knee! Your good knee. Anyway. Now there's black shit all over it and bruises. This chair is just like shedding. Yeah. And I'm a mess. I'm sorry. I if later on you get you. hungry and like a crumb falls out of your tit, would you eat it? I would. Depending on how my knees are feeling. Okay. I've definitely done that where like I'll find I like, put crumbs things on in my the garbage still later. in the wrapper and gone back and gotten them. Uh, I did that the other day where I was like, I got to start eating healthy again and like cut the sugar out. And you're like, time to throw away this Taco Bell. Dude. Yes. I had a <laughs> loaf of bread because this, uh, again, this like, this girl I was seeing came to stay with me for a week and she has like young hot girl metabolism and like Eats ate whatever she wanted. And I was just like, I'm going to die. And uh, so I had this like <laughs> bottle of wine and like, yeah, a loaf of bread, which I will like, I will just like make toast. Uh, if I, if I, if I bought a loaf of bread today, I would finish it by tonight because I also tell myself, I go, well, I don't want it through the week. So let's just get rid of it. So I will <laughs> make toast. I will butter the toast. And then, and I'll just be like, I'm going to have two pieces. And then I will be like, you know what? Let's just get rid of this bag. And I will put two more pieces in. And it will be timed to the point where the second I finish my last bite, I'll hear ding. And that's my next round. That's so and funny. I will just keep walking back to the toaster. Food is definitely one of my vices. It's 100% my biggest one. And then I threw out the bread. And then uh, uh, a day later, so there's like coffee, ground, like. Oh, and you went back. I ate trash bread. I ate tra- trash I ate bread. loaf of trash bread. Oh my god! Um, this was during my bad week last week. But anyway, so the codependency <laughs> thing. So I um, so I, I figured it out with this last girl because I saw the patterns like you were saying. So I met this girl and she's great and um, she was beautiful and like so sweet and like very out of my league and um. <laughs> We also, ca- when you perceive that, though, it's like that well, feeds so, into it. So that totally is it. Um, where, and she said, um, she said, I love you after the first time we slept together. And <laughs> old me would have been like, <gasps> I love you too. Yep. Uh, love is an open door yep. for you. <laughs> so excited. But le- even if I didn't, because this is the part I saw, 
I would be like, I will. And I don't want to lose you because, because whatever a girl like, like that I'll dates, never get this. anyone like you again. Yeah. And I've said that to me so many times where like anytime a pretty funny girl likes me, I'm like, there has been some paperwork error and this, isn't this supposed is to a happen. mistake yeah. and we have to move in together right away before you realize it's a bad idea and, <laughs> and it'll just be too much of a pain in the ass to like lease break and I have to like lock it down. Um, <laughs> until like, I have to trap you in love. Yeah. Until I find something better. And then I go, suddenly I see all those problems. And you're like, oh. Oh, that wasn't healthy. But but the uh, but the other one's fucking lined but up. But like, this is love. Was, oh, so you're like, you don't I leave till you have something else. Nope. I didn't. Um, until, like, um, until this year. This year? And so. But have you been chronically dating? Like, have you. I have When's the last time you took time, like, and just, like, were alone? Uh, I, like, how long? I lasted. This is the longest I've lasted. Mm-hmm. I'm 36 years old. The longest I went without having sex or a relationship uh, was three years. Or, I'm sorry, uh, was three weeks. Oh, I was <laughs> I was like, three years? That's incredible. Um, or, or three weeks. That was actually a Freudian thing about something I'm going to tell you off the air. Um, um, oh, the three-year thing. Oh, because I get it. The, like, uh, I don't. I'm uh, just making things up. Uh, it's, it's insane. Um, but, uh, yeah, three weeks. Uh, and that was before I met this girl, this last girl. That you just... Spence. And you're Just like, like a week fucking yeah. time we like to didn't leave the get, and you're like I'm healthy it's been 3 weeks. Yep and then I just like made up for all of it and we like had sex like 6 times a day for oh, like a week and I was yeah. like we're good. Uh um, What's well, crazy how you did I just it was the joke on my Insta- Instagram it wasn't a joke oh, but like right. I literally just hooked up with someone for the first time in months. Like I've just been like not hooking up with anyone yeah. really working on myself and I man I went too hard in the paint. You went too hard. <laughs> like I just I was like oh I can't that's what I did. I wasn't even enjoying it. I got to like, work. I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, no, but this was like a week of just eating toast and like. Eating like toast my, and, and reckless sex. Reckless. Uh, reckless. See, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I thought oh, I was going to get I- evicted, dude. Like, I was just like, everybody. This, it was. Oh, because your neighbors. Oh. The- I've been the person that almost got someone evicted did several it? times <laughs> because I'm too loud. I mean, or like that their roommates are like, um, could you? Yeah. T- could you guys not like yeah, make yeah. so much noise? You're like, oh, the sex? No, you were loudly talking about suicide. They made me very made uncomfortable. Me very, very I'm working on my positivity. <laughs> oh my god, my last relationship, I feel like we didn't have that much sex, which was probably some sort of sign at some point, since I'm like a sexual deviant mostly. Yeah. But like, we would stay up late. We it was definitely a relationship where we should have only ever been friends. Yeah, of course. And then we tried to like force this thing, and then yeah, it yeah. got weird. And now we're yeah. not as good of friends. But like, yeah, yeah, we would just be up late, like doing weird characters, like just joking around and shit. And I'm like, it'd be so much more embarrassing, like, to know that your roommates can hear me being like, "Hey, I'm Louis Armstrong." <laughs> like, and then could you have your girlfriend not do Louis Armstrong That's impressions so loudly? So fucking funny. That's <laughs> such a good point. Yeah, that was my rela- my sexless like relationship was like if they heard me being like, "I'm a little monkey pants," and, it's just and like, you're like, what? "What? God damn it!" Um. So yeah. So. So with this girl, um, seeing that pattern that I would have had, and and dude, don't get me wrong, she was like, I'm acting like I was all strong. I, she almost convinced me to like move to Tennessee and essentially stop comedy. What? And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Nashville? Uh, no, not even Nashville. Oh, because like, it's Nashville, like go. Yeah, totally. Nashville. Uh, Memphis is pretty great, but don't go. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> also, uh, what am I saying? Yeah, but uh, but I thought about it. I was like, yeah, yeah. I it crossed your mind. I don't need to be in LA to do stand up comedy and a podcast. Um, and uh, but it totally crossed my mind, and that's when I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing, right? Or like, that's when you caught yourself. You're like, yes. oh, I'm doing the thing I do where I 
yeah. romanticize yep. and I go like And also the fact that like it's not fair to her. And like that's something else I didn't think about because I cuz I'm like I'm a good boyfriend. So but so it's easy to not think in the future about how I could still hurt this person. If she said I love you after the first time and I don't and there were moments in that first week that I was seeing like signs that it wasn't going to work. I was like, it is not fair for me to like jump into that when like it's, you know, yeah. Deep and down. So, God, I've done that. And, 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 that, and the, the, there was a girl I was seeing before in San Diego and it was the same thing. I told, I told myself the same for both. I was like, I can't be codependent because they're long distance. And I already, I, I saw it happening. I could ah. see those patterns. And so I fucking, I was like, I'm going to be a fucking man. This is the first year I'm a fucking man. And like, I drove down to San Diego and like, didn't hook up with her and like, did it in person. I'm going to be, like, oh, you like, why. Up with her. Yeah. And, um, but I didn't used to do that shit. I would either hold on to it until I found something better or, um, yeah, just flake or just get so depressed they break up with me. Um, uh, did you like, try to get people to break up with you um because you didn't want to like no i think i just like no i don't think i ever did that okay um no that was never a move but i definitely i i i I would rather get dumped than dump somebody um i'm just gonna say this really quick because it's funny to me i just typed in codependency yeah and the thing that comes up you know there's always like the first article or whatever on google it says codependency is a controversial and likely pseudoscientific concept for a dysfunctional helping relationship where one person supports or enables another person's addiction, poor mental health, immaturity, responsibility, or underachievement from Wikipedia. Hold on. So how many people are like finally coming to terms with like their flaws and they're like, you know what? It's time to like better myself. I'm going to look up codependency and like start. And they're just and like, they're like, Hey liar. They're like, Oh, it's not real. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. And if you scroll down, there's more stuff, but it, that's, so funny that people go well that's, codependency is like open. a gray area because i mean like i make a joke about this in the show i'm doing in edinburgh yeah. but where i'm like my therapist says i'm my codependency is the worst she's ever seen and then i go like i think what she's really saying is that i care more than literally everyone <laughs> in the world so well but it is like because where's the line of like being healthy enough that you're not being codependent but also like not selfish right because like, it's like i don't want to be someone who doesn't care at all right yeah and that's the thing it's like finding that healthy it's also funny that your therapist can get away with like shitting all over you because she knows you're so codependent you're never gonna leave you're like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you're not going anywhere i do love my um, therapist i'm pretty good at leaving though i um uh, uh wait what did you say um God, doing a fucking podcast hungover, man. I, I am I'm like so excited and jazzed and my body is just like shutting down. Yeah, I, I mean, feel I feel more crazy. stuttery than usual. Um Yeah. So that is so kind like of a... what I've been thinking. Where again, not saying it's like not a real thing, right? Like I don't want to go down like that bizarre path. Yeah, yeah. Um but for me, I am starting to wonder if like here. I don't like when people will – have you ever done this? I, of course you have because I have too, where you, like, wear your flaws like a badge of honor. Like, you know the guy that's like, yeah, man, I'm just, like, the fucking partier. Like, I'm just the one who, like, fucking I'm throws up an and asshole. gets kicked out. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, I'm yeah, just a bitch. Yeah, that's what I would do like, with my, like, emotional me too. health for a long time. I realized um, in the last, like, year when I've been working on myself, it was while I was doing this, like, 10-day silent meditation, but – 
I did that, lasted three days, pretended to throw up blood. They still didn't let me try to convince me to leave. I uh, <laughs> broke my car out, and I left in the middle of the night. That's so funny. Yeah. They're like, I cannot handle this. I but I get it. it. It's They're very intense. Yeah. Um, well, I realized I'm, like, addicted to, yeah, like that, to emotions. Yeah, and when you say that, there's something about, like, proudly declaring uh the negative thing you are that stops you from fixing it. Like, like when you were saying you used to like depressed was part of your image. Yeah. Same with like, I'm codependent. It's like, well, you're saying I'm codependent instead of like, I'm working on my codependency issues. Yeah. Uh, or I want to get rid of my codependency. Yeah. Where it's like, it is a real thing, but it's not like, a thing you can't work yeah, on. Yeah, because I thought it was this, like, cl- I, I treated it. I didn't think. I treated it like it was this, like, clinical, biological um, fact. Yeah, like, what? it's like if you have dangly earlobes. Right. Versus, like, it's yeah. just, like, it's just, it's just who it's I just am. It's just who I am. When in reality, it's like, oh, I wasn't confident, so I settled for relationships that I probably weren't right for me. Um, I dove into them far too fast. I never really discovered who I am or what I want to do. So then... I would automatically start revolving my life around what they them did. and like their mental. Ha- Does their like this their state affect you? Uh, yeah, totally. Where you're like, all I care about is whatever you want to do. Yep. Um, and, uh, and and if I'm so real. depressed, but they're like more depressed, then I'm just like, okay, it's all. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109 about you and then i would also like silently resent it even though it was like i would just feel like i wasn't good enough if the person i was with was depressed because i would just be doing like juggling a million things trying to go like how do i make you happy when depression is such a can be such a like a clinical chemical thing and it has nothing to do with you well that's the thing that we were talking about before about me and you like with the therapy where we want to solve it yeah like because my ex i mean we were not Right. But one of the things that like was really hard for me was she when she would get depressed just needs to sit with it. And a lot of people are like that. And I am not like that. Yeah. Well, I want like, to understand. Talk it the fuck process. out. I want it to be like, let's come up with solutions. Let's figure it out. And like some people just don't want to hear it. And I thought that was like me being an asshole or me being whatever. And it's like, no, I need to learn how to listen more um, or, you know, and not have to fix everything. Yeah. But also. Uh, I can also find someone else who really appreciates or like who likes talking stuff out. Yeah, well, maybe that is like, better for me. I think for relationships, a lot of it's just about finding someone who the things you do or how you love, how you love is how they receive love. Yeah. My coat, my, but also like, I think I could be wrong and this is just a state where I'm in, but I think like looking for what the right relationship is, is a reflection of codependency. Cause yes. I think realistically nobody, this could be wrong and it's more theoretical than 100% what I think because I still like the idea of relationships and stuff but like nobody needs a relationship no I've actually been I think that's why I'm starting to go this opposite route where like the girl last night was like <laughs> cool um, and you still was, had to like drink to like for her to like you oh yeah that's right. <laughs> um, she but like so you've already said it no like, I feel like I've had like crushes like, 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I've caught myself trying to find that perfect person where I was like, well, you have oh, to, you oh. talk to someone, you're like, oh, ooh, is this, or I find is the, this a thing, the one thing. So like, it's like, oh, you want to adopt instead of having kids? I have to stay with you. Like, you're the only person who wants to fucking adopt, or like, you're a comic, and like, I've never really dated a comic, and that's kind of weird, but like, also, like, you're fucking so funny, and like, like you get it, and maybe you'll understand it, right? Or like, maybe I want a jujitsu girl because like we can be like healthy together, and like, the, you know, the, a train, and like, like be badasses, or and, and I create these sort of like fucking like images or whatever but the the reality of it is if you are actually like if you're not desperately searching for that shit and you this is such cliche advice but if you're just living the life that you want instead of sadly waiting around for some, if you sadly are waiting around for someone you're going to attract that well yeah it's um, also if you're like hoping that like the one is the next person to walk through the door. Yeah. Whatever quote the one is, it's like you're gonna end up settling. Yes. Because you're gonna and be like, you like country music? Oh my god, we're soulmates. No one else likes country music. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> but I would even do that. Like I even do that with friendships. Like I did that with. I feel like our first like three tweets back and forth. I just saw like you're the only other person reading that Aubrey Marcus book, or you're the only other person who likes country music, or you're the only yeah. other person who like. Man, we do have a lot in common. But uh, I also do think it's like well, it's also easy to go like. That's such a good foundation for like friendships. You like you should have things in common with yes. the people you're friends with the, and the people you date. But I am very quick to go like. Therefore, we're soulmates. Well, it's like if I'm yeah, it's like I'm sort of like slightly attracted to someone, and yep. then they say they have a they like a thing I like. I go like, I like that, and then it's like yeah. oh my god, and then my mind's like, could we be together Me forever? Too. And Me you're too. like, what? The same thing. And then I'll start like thinking of the flaws, and I'll start like weighing it out, and it's just like, what is wrong with me? Just marrying and divorcing people, and they don't even know whether yeah. you like them or not. Oh yeah, and let me just say this: I'm like acting like I'm like been so self reflective, and like suddenly <laughs> turning to this like Buddhist monk where I'm like, I'm breaking up with women I don't like. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, it's like I'm for like, both of you. I'm normal right now. I'm like when people are like, yeah, I'm just dating. I'm like, what the fuck? Does I've that mean? never been. I've never just dated. No. I'm either. In a relationship or just, like, kind of not doing anything. Like, yeah. right now, I, I'm i like, oh, am I just going to, like, casually hook up with I people? was, like, whoring it on the road for a while, but then I'm never going to do that again. And then, um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I do sort of, but I talk about it. So, I am, I have turned down a lot of dates, not even gone on first dates, because this is the first time I've been alone, and I love... I love going to bed early and reading a book and hanging out with my cat. Like, honestly, like, I love it so much that, like, it takes a lot more for me to go out or... Allow um, someone to take away from that time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've gotten so comfortable with, like... I mean, I'm a workaholic, so there's a lot of flaws that I got to work on as far as... But, yeah, the idea of, like, taking time away from everything I already did do for another person yeah well, i'm like you better be like a fun person well, and i think that's why i'm I'm also like like my friend just got divorced and he's just like fucking his way through la and i'm yes. like i get it and i've like been there um but now i'm like i now because i know what i want to do so much where i'm like I, i'm throwing everything i have into like comedy and writing and and stuff and the podcast that I'm like, check it out, you guys. Oh yeah, uh, Jamie Kilstein podcast, everybody. Um, I, I'm like, I don't have time. I'm like, and and I don't need that validation so bad because before it was like, it's like you need somebody to be like to go like, look at what I'm doing, and like it's dude, great. Every time I broke up or it was like a race against the clock to fuck because I'm like, I need to know that women like me, 
and oh, I would wow. break up and literally like that week I would have to find someone to fuck or else I would just feel like a piece of shit. And then once I like fuck them, I could be like, okay, I'm like normal again. Oh, and, wow. Uh-huh, it was like really bad. Um, Although like, I'm saying, oh, well, like that's not a thing I've done. This is the first time I've gotten out of a relationship and not immediately just been like. Jumping just, on some D. Just jumping on some D. The yeah. fact that it was like months before I hooked up with someone and the person I hooked up with was like not a total random. It was like a person like I'm friendly with, which yeah. in my opinion, like what a great world if we could just like hook up with our friends. Dude, and I wish we could do that. Yeah. I, I mean, wish. not that I would like want to hook up with all my friends, but it's like, yeah, that I just th- like, that's he- who you should hook up with versus like a random person. Because I th- feel like that's what happens a lot is just in relationships in general. I don't know if this is about codependency. I'm just spiraling. No, no, but no. Like, I'm, I'm spiraling. Too. People I'm, like I'm, hook up with someone and then they start dating and they do this like, he's my best friend friend and it's like no you're trying to like make this person your you fuck fit that mold right where it's like oh what if you like actually fell in love with your best friend yeah (laughs) but also i think of my best friends and i'm like i would never well that's the thing (laughs) but how great would it be it would be the best it's like the jim and pam office thing like we all want that right like i i'm in this weird place where i'm like really enjoying being alone so there's part of me that i'm like i don't know maybe like if i go on the road like it would be fun to like just like sleep around or or whatever again it's so interesting because i don't do that on the road well, because i'm a girl i feel like yeah and i know this conversation has been had before but i feel like the guys who would approach a, a female comedian after a show are, are probably not far creepier yeah and gir- i mean you guys get like hot girls because i mean the perception of when the first, a male comic and the, like, especially smaller towns it's like he's famous yeah you forget about that but dude the first time i went to the comedy store here i was like they let hot people into comedy clubs now like what That's the fuck so is funny. happening everyone was like a <laughs> comedy model store is so trendy and it's like what the fuck it's insane um and uh and i love it so much um <laughs> i will never play there although bill hicks's family the only time i've played there uh got me on a bill in the main room it was this like bill hicks tribute so i'm oh, like wow. if you're gonna get like backdoored into the fucking comedy store for a night i was like that was a pretty dope i mean that's it. amazing it was like hicks's brother and mom are and you I kidding was just like, oh was that was only like a year or two ago wasn't it uh it was this year i was i feel like it was like six months maybe ago yeah it wasn't that long ago um, I remember when they did that event yeah pretty fucking cool um that's awesome but uh i'm so jealous every time i see your name on the lineup i'm like oh, you're doing it i hope you're happy with where you're at right um we'll get i back am to the i've learned to be super happy with it um, I'm at a place where I, I've actively worked on making sure to take moments to, to like acknowledge where I am and appreciate it. Cause it's easy to just keep your head down and keep going. Yeah. Um, the comedy store, I am good at remembering. I mean, so many cool people show up there that Everyone. it's easy to go like, like a couple nights ago when I was just sitting on the back patio and then like Joe Rogan came over and sat down yeah. and I was like. Oh, I, this is like, cause now they're being really strict on the back patio Oh, I know. and they're not the back, but like the, uh, yeah, the secret smoke area yeah, and they yeah, like yeah. won't let anyone out there unless yeah. they like are specifically escorted by a yeah. paid regular. And I was like, oh yeah, like this is a huge achievement. And then every yeah. once in a while, another comedian will be like, well, this is Mecca for co- comedians. Yeah. Like this is the top thing you can do. I've, I've, uh, I've started doing this thing. And it reiterates it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I do that. I'll be at like the store and like someone who's like friends, like friend, like I'm friends with Joe. And like he'll walk over and I'll be like, I should probably leave now. And then it's like, like it's like, anyway. But uh, <laughs> I, I've started. Um, it's. I feel like you don't have to be a paid regular to hang out there. I know. Um, uh, I've started doing this thing where every night before I go to bed, I write like three things I like did really well that day, or like, oh, wow, and you go to sleep feeling great. 
You like do grateful for the day. Yeah, I could. And then you wake up and you feel, and that. it could be little, right? So it could be like. I mean, just getting something done sometimes. Is... Well, that's what I was gonna say. So like the fact that we did this, like we both had every excuse not to do this. So like this will be on the list, and also like the fact that like we became friends, right? So like yeah, we became friends with a new comic I liked. But then it could also be um, as little as like made myself go on a, like went on a walk this morning. No, or, it's like you, you have know. to give yourself credit. Yeah, and then you wake up and you feel fucking great. Um, yeah, well, or like it's... this person called me, or you know whoever. And I there are definitely times I've done it. Where I've had like that kind of like Rogan sits down next to you moment where like I'll write it out and it'll be like my favorite comic wants me to like open for him or like this agent like I'm I think I'm gonna take this yeah I'm like this person just told me I did a great job yeah or like (laughs) I have this like huge pitch meeting and I was like wow this is stuff I would have before just been like oh it'll probably fall through or like whatever instead of just being like no it's fucking dope and it's also like me five years ago or however many years ago it's like at some point what I'm doing would have been like. The pinnacle of like me starting out as yes. a com- comedian, be like the comedy. Every comedian who was on the lineup at the comedy store was famous to me when I started. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, all these people. Yeah, and like most of them probably are were objectively not like household name famous, and like in their own minds, because we're comics, we're probably like, oh whatever, it's just a thing. But now I'm like, oh, I'm on that lineup. Yeah, and like, and there are going to be people who look at you like that. You yeah, know? it gets hard. It's, I've I've hit a point in my career where I like I can't always talk to my friends about what I do because my friends are comedians and it's like, we all want to be supportive of each other. And I think, I, I don't know what I'm lacking in my brain that like, I feel like I've always been pretty good at being able to be like genuinely proud of people and nothing else. Yeah. But I have a lot of friends where I'll like, I'll be like, Oh, I'm doing this thing. Like, I won't do it anymore, but like close friends. Yeah. Or I would say I'm working on something. And instead of uh, that's like, they immediately go like, why why i didn't even know about that why didn't anyone tell me about that why are you doing that and like i also can't Your complain about where i'm mom? at with my friends yeah. like if i'm frustrated because if they perceive me as anywhere further along than them i've been yelled at by my friends for me being like oh i don't know i'm like nervous about this thing and they're like you're doing this big thing and like ah, and it's like i am still should you be friends with them yeah i don't know like i and <laughs> like I, I mean or 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 uh, I've had to draw lines. Put them in a different, yeah. like, oh, well, like there's some, categorize your friends. A couple like, of my who friends I who I actually stuff? care about, I've said things to. Yeah. I've been like, hey, just so you know, like, that's so hurtful. Yeah. You know, like. That sucks. And and that's obviously, like, it's not an indictment on you. We can say this, you know, we obviously know it's, like, insecurity on them. And, like, I used to do that when I was miserable, right? Or when I felt yeah. like I was failing. But right now, I got to tell you, like. Technically, this is the least I've ever had, um, and like the most I've been like rock bottomed like uh, in my life, and it's actually the most supportive I've ever been uh, because so I think I'm healthier, healthier or like as happier. a human. Um, that you know, I mean, when you have this either like, well, I'm gonna fucking kill myself or become a good person moment in your life, yeah, um, it definitely changes uh, your changes. perspective, and and it's cool. It's cool to be. Um, and also know that like good stuff will come. I really do believe if you just like are, are, are doing the work for the right reasons, you're working your ass off and you are like supportive and you are like, it's been so nice to have friendships with comics where I'm not like angling for something. And I don't yeah. think I ever did that maliciously, but I definitely like, I think that happens. A lot of people become that kind of person in LA and that's made me like. I don't know. Yeah, I look. I look. I've I've had moments where I've looked back on a lot of like me and Robin's emails, and like m- there are too many that I would like to remember of like him doing something for me or like me asking. And like now, with that said, he was also the kind of person where 
I would desperately try to ask him if he how he's doing, like on the phone and stuff. And yeah, he would like blow it over to like you know. So it's not like uh, it's it not wasn't like, like one side or anything. And, and, yeah. I, and I also figured like, oh, you have better friends than me who will like deal with that shit. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people probably think that about everyone. Of course, um, and you make you know. You said you tweeted about that, like making everyone's like, you know, suicide, like about them or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but but yeah, uh, I, I, when I moved here and especially because of that, I've like really tried not to, you know, um, to do that. And I really do try to like ask about other people and like enjoy their successes without being like, get me on it. Like, and, get me on it. Yeah. Which is like a refreshing thing, because sometimes in L.A., you just don't know. And there have been times where, like, someone, I'm, like, starting to be friends with someone, and then they immediately are like, so, and they ask me something that's just, like, comedy, and then, and it could just be, it's like, yeah, you're allowed to ask. Like, and I am a big advocate of, like, I've only recently learned, like, you have to ask. What I like. Tr- but then I go, like, do they even like me, or they yes. just want to ask me about the comedy store? And I think or, there's like, a whatever. difference between, like, so, like, I love, and maybe because I, I, I come from, like, fucking communist brooklyn i'm like (laughs) i love trading like like hey here's what i've learned so far what do you know what do you know Um, yeah yeah. and like i'm gonna give you literally like everything i know like all of my shit and then like yeah i'm totally into sharing but like yeah if someone's just like man i love being friends with you what if like me you and like i don't know like adam from the comedy store like went out to dinner and then you could be like okay go fuck yourself yeah well it's taking me a long time to get over like because i'm such a people pleaser that i'd go like I mean, the amount of things I ended up flaking on, which isn't necessarily good, but the amount of times I've pseudo-agreed and then backed out of things where people are like, we should do a tour together. And it's like, yeah. And then I'm like, why? I've toured. I know everything about touring. You don't know anything. Right. You're not. I don't even know you. (laughs) Yeah. And it's hard because I think that like... um... But I'm so bad. People like... I still have a lot of work to do because people insert themselves into projects because I'm too nice to be like, right. Hey, like I actually don't need help with that. Yeah. I should tell your audience. You did not invite me on this podcast. I just showed up. And um, I was like, huh? He's like, Oh, you live here. Crazy. Weird. Outside my window. I brought a mic. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm doing this from outside. <laughs> um, and, but, uh, I mean, I remember some people are just so shameless and transparent. Like I remember I, I, when I got like Montreal for the first time, like fucking seven years ago. Um, I had Amazing. people who were enemies of mine. Like I would literally consider them an enemy. Email me from out of nowhere, like yeah, so bro, congratulations. Like who's the email of like how you and I was like Jesus man. At least be self aware enough to be like, hey, I've been a dick to you this whole time in a really bad spot. Who books this? You yeah, know what I mean? it's like don't like pretend we were friends when uh, you just when people just add the, when all this. I mean, I there are people uh, within the LA comedy scene where I can always tell that I'm doing well based on how they treat me in public. Hilarious. Where it's just like. Oh my God, how are you? Like the, the amount that like I knew I had hit a stride in my career when certain people started acknowledging me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm like doing good enough that you see me as like worth talking person, to now. Right. And and I I don't do that at all to the point that like I've had my fr- my friends who are like our peers and maybe like arguably doing like a little bit more than me or whatever. And to me, this is like dickish, but I've had people literally go like, you know, you don't have to like give so much time to everyone. Like, yeah, like you don't have to say yes to every show or like because yeah. I'll get in a conversation with someone on the patio of the comedy store and like they're not someone who can help me. Right. But it's like, yeah, I didn't come here. And and then like I forget that I'm like, oh, a lot of people come here specifically because there are people that can help them. Yeah. And also like, I mean, <laughs> like I just showed up because I to do try to do comedy and like, hang, yeah, like, and maybe the story will come off 
Uh, it might come off douchebaggy. Well, but there's nothing whatever. wrong with people trying well, to... Well, no, no, no. But what I was going to say is sometimes, guys, when you're a, just a decent person, like, I remember I got put on... And this is, you know, I, 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 I'm I at the point in L.A. where, like, I will do any show. And Book him. I got put, yeah, I got put on a show. And then I got on this big podcast because, um, and that was one of my uh, good friends, but Isaac, who works at the comedy store. Yeah. He came up to me at the Hicks show. He was waiting tables in the main room. And he came up to me at the Hicks show and was like, dude, like I saw you on like the green room like years ago and like you had such a good set. And I was like, cool, let's hang out instead of being like, I got to see what comics are in the back. Yeah. And like, I just hung out with Isaac and like, we like traded phone numbers. And then he texted me the next day and was like, hey, do you want to do this show that my friend's on? And I was like, oh, I didn't think I was going to get anything out of yeah, this. Yeah, you're like, oh, I didn't do it. I thought I was being like... like nice to the cool waiter guy. I didn't even know he was a fucking comic. Yeah. And then, um, because I knew like the door guys were, it was the first time I was at the show. Yeah, store. I don't even remember that he, I wonder if he still waits tables. He I don't think. I don't remember I, I him anymore. Just I always door stuff, remember but, as a door guy. But, but he was, he has been just like such a sweet, like he'll just text every he's once in a while. He's an angel. He's an angel. And, like, he's one I, of those people that's so nice that I'm like, is there a dead body under your house? Like, why are you so nice? Uh, same reason uh, I am right now. It's uh, He is also divorced and we uh, lost You guys everything. are just like white knuckling together and you're yeah. like, we're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. clinging to your cat. He uh, sleeps with his dog yep. and you're like, we're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I have nothing. Yeah, we were supposed to go to the movies this weekend. Oh my uh, God, I love this like divorced dude dating. It's the best. It's, the best. it's Romance. my favorite. My roommate, Max, uh, just came in and taught me a really great tip for editing. Uh, so if you heard a break, it's because I just edited something out because it was top secret information. Yeah. Which, again, when you were saying people pleaser, when I was like, I know I shouldn't say this. And you go say it. And I go, OK. Well, I didn't know it was going to be like, you know. Scandalous. Well, names. I thought it would just be slightly embarrassing. You're like, oh, if my best friend happened, he would know it's about him. Oh, I didn't yeah. know it was going to be no, like. No, 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 no. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, hot gossip. Tune into the Patreon episode. I'm just Oh, yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> what does this mean? So only because you were editing, I picked up my phone and. I keep looking at mine, by the way, for looking stuff up. Oh, yeah. I hope you don't think no, 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 like no. flippantly. Uh, Moby, who knows all about my codependency, just sent me this uh, thing. It says, you dating, and then it's this, but I don't know what it means. And Lilo and Stitch is like my favorite movie. Okay, is it because, like, Lilo? is she crazy? Or is she Because Stitch is crazy? Uh, or I'm trying to, like, tame... A crazy person? He's usually, like, pretty right on with this stuff, and I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what that means at all. They it's sent, like Alice it next too. to... That's probably an accident. Stitch? Next to Stitch? Like and she's... I don't know. Is w- there some reference to like a rabbit hole? I don't, I don't know. know. I will say this. Uh, Lilo and Stitch made me cry harder than uh, anything. Is it just because they're life. two completely different things and they don't belong together? Oh, yeah, maybe. That could be it. Although he met the, the, the Memphis girl that I broke up with and he was like, you did it. She's perfect. And then the next day I wrote him. I was like, was I, she just I hot? Yeah. Yes. To be so hot that people like don't even realize you have flaws. What a dream. Or like when I like Or that like you all all you exist for is like you're like people like you yeah. like the being hot is when you're so hot that it's a talent. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck. She put a lot of effort into that. Yeah, I uh I texted when I texted a bunch of my guy friends after I broke up. Um and these are guy friends who like, you know, uh guy friends I'm very girly with. Like they know like I'm very that vulnerable. You fall in love with everyone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and uh and I thought they would be really proud of me. Like when I was just like, guys. Oh, and they I, were I, like, we really liked her. Yeah. Like she was so hot. And I was just like, what are you doing right now? Like, stop talking me out of the thing that you've been telling me to do. But she was also like, there were red flags. Yeah. Like, dude, my my first relationship when I moved to L.A. She How moved long in have you been in L.A.? A year. 
Okay. And she moved in in three months. Oh, wow. Um, and I've been there, but I won't do the move-in thing anymore. No, me neither. I can't. My dad made fun of me because I just got this new apartment. And he's like, so any of your neighbors on the lease yet? Do you mean any cute girls to sign the lease? And I'm like, I get it, Dad. I move in too fast. And he was like, any girls move in? I'm like, we know, Dad. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so, but the last one, like, when, again, when we first met, she told me. She was like, just so you know, I get really jealous and then I get very mean. And I was like, perfect. Um, but like, again, good. In, yeah, but in my head, You're like, it'll be different. And because she was so honest about it, it must be a thing she's working on. Yes. And I go, it'll be different. I'm not going to like look at another girl. You're like, I'm not. So I don't do things that like would make a girl jealous. Exactly. And then I but then I did that same thing where I'm like, you are much hotter than me. You will have nothing. Like I was like, you have nothing to worry about. Uh, but then like. I mean, dude, she was like. I think like, women. I think men also discount discount how much what makes a guy hot to a girl isn't necessarily. I think men are by and large like physicality is so important. I know that's not yeah. the only thing, but like when you see a guy, a girl with a guy who you're like, well, how how did he land that girl? She's right. so hot. It's like people's personalities and stuff play into so it much more for men. Where it's like, yeah, if if I vibe with the guy's personality, I could not even realize that he's. Like Gross. socially, like from a normal like social standards considered unattractive. Yeah. Like I'll like think he's the hottest person in the world and everyone's trying to fuck him. Well, this is like my problem. I think the negativity will balance out. And that's not I was not saying I wasn't like, you're so ugly, but I'm you're sure so that much. No, I'm you're like a good looking guy. Thank you. But I'll also to go Yeah, anyway. No, no, no. Continue. <laughs> well, no, but it's you like know I'm gonna come inside. I'll, the thing I'll is, is like when window. you really love someone, how they say like love is blind, and yeah. like it truly is. Like yeah. when you're like blown away by someone, you think oh. that they're like the greatest thing in the world, and so I get the mentality of like surely everyone else must see what I see in this beautiful person. Well, this is where I get fucked, and again, <laughs> I'm gonna balance the self-deprecating with the semi-confident. Where I get fucked is this: is so like I tried to go on Tinder. Um, it's terrible. Um, I can't handle it. And it's awful. Um, You know, when I was married, I was married when, like, Tinder got invented. Oh, so you didn't, like... So you, like, see it with, like, these, like, rose-colored glasses where I'm like, you can just order dick and pussy. Like, that's... Yeah, you just swipe. This is magic. I can't... I should be single. I should, you know... And and, and then you get it, and you're like, oh, we're all, like, one swipe away from fucking killing ourselves. Yeah, and it's like, everyone on here is so sad. It's so sad. And, um... And I've gone on like a couple of days, but mostly I've bailed. And uh, oh my god, I had this one girl um, <laughs> when I was still in the like shitty New York like uh, progressive scene and not doing stand up, where we didn't hang out. Um, we didn't hang out. I just got a weird vibe. Lot. We were supposed to hang out, and I got this weird vibe, and oh, um, and so I bailed. And she got really aggressive uh, about why I was bailing. So I was like, and I bailed like the morning of, like I wasn't like she was waiting at a bar or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and I, so I just lied. I was like, oh, I got to go into Jersey and see my mom. <laughs> and, um, and then you ever do something where like you lie and then. And you're what, like, that should be the end of it. Like, that, that should be the end of it. But also then when like they like call you out. And you're like, you, how dare you? Yes. You believe the lie so much. You're like, I was going to see my mother. And you're like, well, wait, technically I wasn't. But either way. Um, and, and you just try to like, like bear down on yeah, it. Yeah. But she went, uh, she said, uh, your GPS said you were still in Brooklyn. What? And I go, and I, that's crazy. Creepy, right. So all that did, did was validate that I was right. Wait, how did she know that? I don't know. I guess Tinder used to have like, cause this was two years ago now. Oh, when they like, had like your exact location. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like, oh, no, they still do. It says, like, miles away or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I um, 
So I was like, all right. Uh, I and, lied. And, and I'm just going to stop talking. No, no, no. I just, I was like, we, we haven't We're hung done. out. I'm like, not going to Yeah, that's like you. a crazy move. But then she goes, how would the public know? How would the public like to know? Like, feminist comedian, like Jamie Kilstein, ghost girl on Tinder. And I'm like, that's not a thing. That's not feminism, number one. Also, like, we didn't ghost. I've never met you. Yeah. Um, but it was such, like, this, like, scary fucking moment um, where I was just like. That's crazy. And that. Oh. Also, feminism doesn't say that I have to fuck you by, like, the laws of Ruth Bader Well, Ginsburg, no, that's a I thing that's, like, her. that's a big thing right now, I feel, with, like, that's what people think. Or with, like, the body positive movement. It's like, yeah, that's about you loving your body. Like, yeah. I don't have to want to fuck you just because you're happy with the way you look. Right. And, like, I also don't have to, like, fucking... I'm just getting mad. He's like, quit telling me I need to be positive about my body. Yeah, Fuck yeah, you. No, I, I'm getting mad about this. Like, like I don't too, have to have my stomach hanging out of my pants just because you're okay with it. Like, I feel... I have my own issues. And, yes, I would like to be more positive. But, like... Yeah. Well, also, like, I've seen people who, like, will post about, like, working out get shit from them where they're like, that's shaming me. It's like, no, she's allowed to be proud of herself yeah. because she's working out and she wants to feel a certain way. She's not saying you have Yeah, to. well, that's... Yeah, exactly. That it's like, okay, if what makes me feel better about myself is... And like, if I have to validate the fact that I worked out by posting it to keep me working out, then I fucking right. If because a lot of people happy. have to do that, I have to do that. If I'm like quitting something, or if I, I mean, Jesus Christ, that's why I went on NPR to be like, uh, I'm not drinking anymore, just because I was like, I had this. The I had only, be- <laughs> it's the only way I will hold myself accountable. Yeah, uh, well, but for a woman to like try to hold it over your head to get you to date her, it's like also like, what relationship does she think that's going to lead to? Oh my god, like, what is the best case scenario for her there that she's. In a relationship like with a man a, who a clearly Stockholm doesn't syndrome? want to be there? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, so, oh, yeah. So the Tinder thing. So oh, so this is my problem is I will. I'm not Tinder attractive, like kind of what you were saying with like the, the personality thing. But when I do fucking stumble dick backwards into like a relationship with like like a gorgeous girl, like that last girl, I was like, they will. uh fall in love fast so i can't i'm not good at like going to a bar and like picking up someone striking up a conversation but when by some fucking goddamn miracle um it does happen it moves way too fast and so and i think it's kind of what you were saying is i think that like i'm like the like you meet a chance i have personality and i'm nice and i'll like do nice things for you um yeah well but, it's also like girls also, like that i think i think that's one of the reasons i jump into these fucking relationships because I was never a guy that could just be like, I'm just going to go out to a bar. I'm just going to go on a dating app and just like get laid. It's like a fucking, I think I ran out of Tinder options today. And like, <laughs> There's no more girls in your location. I was like, Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, like Jesus, Jesus Christ. fucking Christ. Yeah. Uh, not, 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 um, like, I gotta take a breath. I gotta take a fucking breath. Um, yeah. Well, it's also like to me is almost, and this is like also a reflection of my own, self-worth things but it's like first of all those girls have probably dated like shitty guys and like oh this guy's actually nice right and it's the same thing where you're like she's so hot let me hold on to this right and like oh he's actually a good guy let me hold on to this right but also i've at the point now where and i think it's a healthy amount of questioning where like there's a point in my life where if someone was just like i'm just really into it i'd be like oh my god it's love i'm really into it but now I go like, why are you so into this right what's your angle like let's take it it's like maybe for that person i am like I'm not saying, but like maybe I really am as amazing as they think I am. But also now when it's that quick, I'm like, I think maybe you have a relationship thing where like you maybe want to dive into things too quickly. No, 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 no. I love you. Do you want to like tour together? Oh, (laughs) my last relationship. Um, 
Uh, did you guys tortoise? See, we again, did not, but he didn't. If there was that's no, something I fantasize about. I was yeah, like, yeah, well, no, because so, I, like, I brought him with me on the road and like, like, yeah, and I did some stuff with him, and it was just like, yeah, no, I loved that. Yeah, but then at, at the end of the day, like, we shouldn't have been dating. It was just like, ah, right. But yeah, he was when I started dating my last boyfriend. Um, I had been out of a relationship for a good amount of months, not really hooking up with anyone, which was a long time for me. Like to go like a few months without really hooking up. Yeah. And I'm probably like maybe like six months. And um, yeah, that's legit. I thought I had really gotten healthier and gotten away from my codependent tendencies. And then as soon as we hung out, he immediately was like immediate inside joke, texting me pictures and like wanted to hang out. And I was just like, it's love. Yep, and yep, like, yep. see, that's kind of, I think went the, down the same. Dude, I think that might be. And I don't know if this is healthy or unhealthy. It could be either one where I think that's one of the reasons I've been avoiding relationships and i have been standing my ground and saying no because i'm like am i avoiding it too much now like that's I, what i that's what i'm worried about because i'm like i don't want to do the pattern so much to the point that i'm like i don't even think i'm gonna get in a relationship at all and i'm, I'm starting like, to feel that way yeah um, where i'm like i have a friend who literally just like make i mean granted like he's fucking like rich so he can like go hang out in his pool but like i've but he's like been single for a long time and he's like just does great charity work and he makes art and uh, reads and all this shit. And I'm like, oh, that sounds amazing right now. Yeah. Um, but then I went to Vegas. I See, I feel like I'm torn between these two things. I went to Vegas and uh, I stayed with my buddy who's like a, a fighter and I stayed with his family. And every night uh, we would like barbecue in like his backyard and these kids would run around. Oh, and nice. like all oh, the little autistic kid like fell in love with me and they had dogs. And I was just like, <laughs> this is like a fucking like parenthood episode. And uh and I got back from Vegas and all my dude friends, especially because I was single, were like, yeah, how was Vegas? Like expecting me to have like all these like, oh, poker these. stories. Yeah. And I was literally just like, I think I want a family. And, like, <laughs> I want to get married. And like, so I, 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 I do still have that. I do long for that, like having like a, a, a partner and like someone that. But I'm also like, I'm I, I'm still at the point where I'm like, if you are not. Like pushing me and yourself to be like constantly better, I can't. Because yeah. not because I'm such a good person, but because I'm still walking a fucking tightrope that <laughs> I can I mean last night I can't have someone be like, It's okay for you to just get off that tightrope and, and sit in that pile of shit. Yeah, because I, I love but, you. But that's way. what happened last night. It was like a normal date, but it was so easy for me to be like pulled away from like health and it, like, dude, I was gonna work on this like fucking scriptum on like kind of a deadline for like all day today and suddenly i slept till i wake up at six and i like slept till like 11 and i'm hung over and like i almost didn't do this and it's just like that was one date and <laughs> I'm like, i can't have that right now i'm yeah. like it's such a fucking line you know? yeah it's like i'm the same way where i think i'm getting healthier about like not diving into stuff but now i'm like well is there too many walls? Is it like yeah, I know, but it's a weird. But, but also the fact that when you said you like didn't date for like six months and you started to feel like maybe I'm getting healthier, I'm like the fact that I thought that after three weeks and I was like I can do this. I'm like I'm not ready. You know what I mean? And yeah. also like I would even like if I were in your situation right now and I met some guy who seemed perfect, there would be par- old me would be like oh, man, maybe I should, should I not go to Edinburgh. Or, like, how do I get them to come instead yeah. of, you, like, that would click in immediately. Or it's like I hung out with someone recently who, like, just offhandedly, I, they were like, oh, we should go see some fucking thing together. Sure. You know, like a concert or whatever. And just, like, immediately in my head was like, 
instead of being like, yeah, that'd be cool, that'd be fun. I'm like, oh, I'm leaving. Like they're gonna, like I'm gonna be gone for like two months. It yeah, doesn't yeah. even fuck. And it's like, who cares? I know. I think I asked you to like the podcast, and you just like laid out like your like next like three month schedule, and I was just like, yeah, all right. I yeah. Know. Well, I also just have like a ton of other shit I'm working on now that I have. To, I have like a writing deadline. I'm not good with time management, and like I, I'm like working on it. I wake up at six a.m. and I realize this the like two or three weeks ago driving home in my car from yeah. a set and it was like 2 a.m. You wake up at 6 a.m. too? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get it, get it. Um, and it's like, I try to and sometimes it becomes 8 a.m. and then I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. It's I know. Like, for I what? know. And then you just like, well, I might as well not it's do like, anything It's like none of my friends are up till afternoon and I'm like, I'm a piece of shit because it's 8. But I also, I did the same thing. But I was driving home. You're good too. Sorry. Yeah, no, but I realized I was like, I don't clock out. I like, I know. just, and even hanging uh, out, I really make time to just hang out. By the way, uh, you will get to a chapter in Aubrey Marcus's book where he talks about that, and it's great. Clocking out, yes. Um, no, and I about keep like reading. like that like downtime and like um, I'm so bad. The first thing I cut out is self care. Me too. Like in life, just like but in relationships too. Like I'll become a pile of shit being overly concerned with someone else's well being. Yeah, and then they. Uh, and then what probably happens is it doesn't work out and you resent that. Well, no, yes. Uh, <laughs> but also if they were attracted to you being like put together and full of energy and, and busy like put together and busy and they were attracted to that and then you lose that, you become so unattractive and then you start to be like, well, I'm doing this to help you. And then you both kind of resent each other. Yeah. Know? Um, how much longer do we have? Cause I have to pee, but um, I will also we can, do this. We can forever. wrap up. We don't have to, whatever you yeah. want to do. Um, no, let's. I think this is a lot. I feel like there's more we could get into, but I know that'll just have to be another episode. We will save it. Yeah, I, I had for the when future. You were like, I want to talk about codependency. I was like, I literally have three stories of me breaking down and crying to animals that <laughs> have to do with codependency. Because is that three? And I thought I had one, and then when I was like, nope. Do you feel like you have a codependent relationship with your cat? Yes. I feel like a lot I, of pet owners are codependent. The main reason I didn't go to Edinburgh uh, this year was because he's new too, and like I got him when I had. My girlfriend. Well, that's so why like, I won't get a pet because I'm like. I know, and I'm. So I see the amount of things that my friends are like. I've tried to take people on the road, and they're like, oh, well, I'd have to figure out my dog, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to. Cats are supposed to be independent, but mine is so needy. I'm like, I don't know what to do next year. I, I'm hoping there's definitely part of me that I'm like, I'll have a girlfriend by then, and like she can just. Watch. And then I'm like, what am I doing, man? But also, like, I'm they were already planning find, like, to make her watch a cat for a goddamn month. I know. No, no, no. I figured we'd have already moved it together. <laughs> <laughs> The cat will just be there living in the house that we have together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, our, our kids will watch the cat. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll totally be fine. Um, so, yeah, uh, I am. I, I, when I, uh, in between, like, the last two places I lived, I was staying with my friend. I'm actually hoping can watch the cat. Um, <laughs> and it was the first time I had, like, a roommate that wasn't, like, a significant other. And I would literally... Like, I would go to leave Talib Kitty, and I would be like, bye, Talib, I love you so much. Like, you're really special. I'll see you a little later. And I'm like, yeah, bye, Sarah. Click. Like, just, like, <laughs> zero regard for my roommate. But, like, and, like I love my kitty. Speeches. Because my kitty like, can't tell me my, my flaws. Oh, uh, dude, well, that's what I... It when, needs me, and it can't criticize me. So this is the one... I will tell this You can't one, tell me I need story. to work on myself. So that's what happens. What I will project my shit... Oh, my God, there's another time. So, okay, so the first time I had to take my fat cat in New York to the vet, he was cat. crying, and we adopted him from a shelter, and I'm like, 
walking to the shelter and he's so big, but I'm like lifting him up in front of my face to tell him that like, I'm literally like telling him like, we're not taking you back. I just have to take you to the vet. Oh, and he he's was crying, so And then I start crying. So like now if you're watching me, you just see like a grown man holding an like, overweight a cat, cat. An overweight cat. Like, and, oh, yeah, my hands are shaking. Just crying. But the same thing happened when me and uh, <laughs> Diana, when me and my ex broke up, um, I took Talib and he is a different kind of crying. I've never heard him. And, you know, we adopted him when he was like, he was a rescue. Um, he was a baby kitten. So we're the only like family he knows. And so I'm driving to this new place and I go, I go, don't worry to live. Like, I love you. And I'm like, it's not your fault. And I go, I'm not taking you back. And then I literally said, you're lovable. And I go, oh, I'm talking to me. I am, <laughs> I am not talking to this cat. I'm talking to I me. am 100% like, yeah, you'll find somebody um, 100% projecting my shit. I'm, I'll make it. I think and that's why your cat became needy. That's why. Of course, that's why I became needy. Every, cats become like their owners. Yes. And I he, mean, animals do. He follows me from room to room screaming until I pick him up and swaddle him like a baby. And I take him into the mirror and I tell him how good he is. Oh, no. Sometimes I wish I could just act like an animal and be socially acceptable to just like nuzzle my head into people until they like gave me attention. Oh, I th- that's comedy. That is what we do. I mean, that's exactly what we do. Love just, me. Yeah. Mm, but I wish I could do that like one on one to humans. I know. I do too. But then I was like, oh, that probably is what I do. And it's yeah. why things don't work out. Oh, hey, I want to tell you this. Use me as the person. Tell me all the good news. Oh, your fucking friends are. Like, are you sure? I'm in the same. Yes. You're like, how'd you get that? How'd you get that? Yeah. This is just my way to get. Well, that's the thing. Is like, no, it's like. Yeah, you just need friends And that also it's are... confidence, where it's just like, this is a weird... Uh... But it's like, but you're doing, like, well in your career, and, like, you are, are good enough that you, like, know yeah. things are going to come, so, so like, you're not stressed about a problem. Right. I'm just making that up about you. My it's old, my perception. But... Well, that's where I am. I mean, no, I'm, I mean, trust me, I'm scared, and I'm struggling, and I'm panicking, but I'm also confident. Like, my old... Uh, my old jiu-jitsu coach in New York was known as, like, the best in the world, right? And he was the first person who had this website. Um, He's the first jiu-jitsu instructor with a website? No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a <laughs> GeoCities website. Um, and uh, that he – it was instructionals of his entire game. And this is when he was still an active competitor where he's like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And in interviews, they would be like, aren't you afraid that your opponents are going to study this? And he goes, they will. He's like, but I'm going to be better. And I'm still going to get I'm going to tell you exactly how I'm going to choke you out, how I'm going to beat you. And you're going to know. And I'm still going to beat you. And he did. Um, And so so it's having like that level of like, fuck you confidence where it's just like, I'm glad people I like. I'll start to get pissed off if a bunch of like hacks get things that I want. Yeah. Okay. But like if my friends do. Then one, I'm well, going to be like happy as a friend. But two, I'm going to be like, good. That means that this person has good taste in comedy. I got to up my shit and work hard so that I can get it. And then my friend will be proud of me. You know, yeah, because it's like when someone I consider a friend gets like, oh, well, I didn't. Then in my head, I go like, do you not think that I deserve this? Like, right. that's well, how that, that feels. And it's also like you should. This will this will be my advice. You should if you are spending all of your time bitching about what, what other, other people, people are getting when are you working Yeah, put your eyes on your own paper right like you should be writing right now yeah. you should be like out doing spots like if you're just sitting in the back of the room seething at people having a good set i used to do that and you know why i did it because i was afraid i couldn't follow them Ugh. of course that's why when, when people you would worry sit about that but yeah like, Ugh. like i used to do that with oh everyone just like oh, this like just saying someone's a hack just because they're doing well yeah or like you would just give some excuse. Like I used to always have to follow Jezelnik in New York, and it was a fucking nightmare because like 
he's so good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, he has like that like rhythm and they're just not used to it. It's like, no, I was a shittier comic. <laughs> All done. Like, you know what I mean? And he was great. And I should strive to do as well as him. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, well, I can't follow him. It's yeah. Like, it's like, no, one just kept, try to work harder. Yeah. And that wasn't even me being like negative. That was just me being like self-hating. But then if you take it that next step where you just go, fuck him. And it's just like, why? And if you really dig down, it's because you're like, because I want that. And it's yeah. like, okay, man. Well, well work shut harder. the fuck up and work harder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, not not to be like every person on Twitter. That's fine. But like. Especially my friends, it's like if you're a, a white person and you think you didn't get something because it's unfair, like yeah. it's still not unfair. Like we're not, no one is like being like, don't give things to white people. It's like, right. yeah, you just weren't the best. Right. Like, and it's also like, then like be more creative. Yeah. Because like. Work harder. Yeah. Um, I have a friend that like repetitively uses a slogan. He He's a South African comedian named Louisa Medinga, previous guest, but. Just nobody cares. Work harder. And yeah. I love it so much. I love it. And I get infuriated that I feel like fucking Republicans have hijacked. I knew I can go a whole podcast without making it political. <laughs> Republican. Um, and I'm so not political anymore. But Republicans have hijacked um, this idea of like hard work, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, uh, discipline. Like whenever I hear those words, when I used to hear People those words, associate I would just with... think of like a fucking angry Ronald Reagan. Well, it's like, no, but you do need to like work hard yes. and pull yourself up by the bootstraps. And also I feel like if there were more... Uh, people on the left that also said that you know now look that doesn't mean that we don't have you can't institutional you can still racism help and institutional, people. yeah we still have all of these like larger problems but i also needed to i feel like once i left that sort of like um very niche lefty left circle and like you know even like after I went on Rogan, I started like listening to his show more, and he had like this Navy SEAL on this guy named Jocko Wilnick. That's how I found Aubrey Marcus, yeah. um, who like has said stuff that my old group would have found like offensive, and I wouldn't I'm be allowed triggered. to listen to him, right? And like so, this guy Jocko Wilnick was a Navy SEAL, and if I ever tweeted anything by a Navy SEAL, unless it was like disband the Navy SEALs, I would get in trouble. And I finally <laughs> was like, trouble? I guess Jesus. I'll, I guess I'll listen to him. And I listened to him and he was the reason I started waking up early. And he has this great quote where uh, he says, discipline equals freedom, where it's like, you want, freedom then you have to be disciplined enough to essentially earn it to like get to your like shit work done. hard enough that yeah. you can afford to be free and those are all things that i just assumed a cranky racist old man would shout at children from like his like discipline yeah, yeah yeah and but like again just being around athletes and like uh being able to like it's not wrong people. that like no and by the way if you want to get like kind of niche political i think the reason that everyone is so attracted to that guy jordan peterson that like Everyone hates uh, on the left, um, but he like he was on Rogan's doesn't say show everything that they like agree with. Yeah, um, where it's like I disagree with him on like some trans stuff he said and some like. Um, well, it's also like people don't give people the freedom to like be philosophical anymore. Correct. Like, let someone be theoretical without going, "You're a monster." Right, and also a lot of the stuff he says that's not political uh, is fucking great. Um, where it's talking about uh, essentially like taking responsibility, walking with confidence, like all this stuff. And there's this generation of young men who there aren't people on the left saying stuff like that. Yeah. And so they are attracted to 
uh, an older male figure saying, get your shit together, work hard. Yeah. Um, and because no one on the left's doing it, then they go to someone like Jordan Peterson. And then, by the way, you watch a Jordan Peterson clip on YouTube, which I have. It'll say, if you like this, and it's a bunch of fucking like Ben Shapiro, like Ugh. kick Mexicans out. Trans people are aliens or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like because like we need more people. I think like on the left being like, hey, it's OK to be fucking tough and it's OK to like. Want to work hard, yeah, yeah like, and work hard. Also, shit sucks, and that's okay. And like, be good to people, like, yeah. But like, every like progressive journalist I hung out with, who, by the way, were like white trust fund dudes. Oh um, uh, no, that's the thing Brooklyn, is like the the liberal from a liberalism from like a super privileged privileged place, yeah, is like hard to deal with because like when I yeah when people who trust fund kids are like, oh, why would you like. I didn't vote for Trump. Right. But it's like when someone goes, I don't understand how you could vote for someone so awful just because what you might get a few more hundred, couple hundred bucks back in your tax return. It's like, yeah, because you've never been poor enough that a couple hundred bucks makes a difference. Yeah. And also, like, you don't have the time. Like, I used to be like this where I'm like, how could people be so ignorant? It's like because they have jobs and they don't have time to watch fucking democracy now every day and yeah. go on like factcheck.org. Yeah, it's like, like I it, don't need to. I don't know what the new buzzword is that I can't say. No, so or they like, fucking trust the guy who goes, the establishment's broken. And they go, yeah, it is because I'm fucking poor and have nothing and got to feed my kids. So yeah. fuck it. Let's try something new. Yeah. Um, and some of them are fucking racist Nazis. Yeah. It's okay to say like both of those things. I'm just at the point now where I'm like shit so fucked up that I'm like when I was loud, I, I made it all about me. And now I'm just like, I just want to be good to my friends and to my family. And like, hopefully that will uh, uh, get passed down you know yeah um but fuck man like staying away from that stuff and just like i'm like i just want to do comedy and i just want to be happy yeah and well, it's hard to be happy and actively political <laughs> yeah well that's what i would do every day i'd wake up and i'm like cool 50 and strangers see. called me a cuck so here's how we start the day i guess um as opposed to now i'm just like i'm just gonna go take a walk yeah like, like i'm not gonna immediately look at twitter no it's just garbage anyway twitter's yeah. garbage codependency is do we fix it i don't think we fixed it i just uh no no i think that we did i think that it's like the more the it. more confident but also being confident and like following your like path my coach yeah it's also like being aware that like yeah also having enough self-confidence to go like oh this person came along that doesn't mean no one else is ever... You, like, don't have to jump on someone because they come along. So my coach said something to me the other day um, that, like... It, I don't know. It, it's really simple and arguably very cheesy, but for some reason it hit me so hard where he said... Um, so I was talking about this girl, and I was like, I think I should break up, but it's all these little things, like... And, you know, she's gorgeous, and, like, should I just, like, stay in it? And... Uh, and, you know, this guy's like a dad, and he's very serious. He's like this, like, serious New York black belt. He used to do, like, challenge matches at the gym where, like, someone would come in, like, back in the day and be like, jiu is bullshit. And they'd be like, all right, Sean, fight him. And he would just bare-knuckle fight him. <laughs> like, I mean, he was, like, in, in it. He's a tough guy. And uh, and, now, and he has a, a, an amazing wife, and um, he just had his first baby. And, Aww. like, you know, he's very, like, father figure to me. Um, and he's the first guy that's, like get your head out of your ass discipline like the first person yeah. i've been around the kind of role model that's like not a fuck up right yeah and uh so i'm telling him about um this uh this girl and um i'm like very back and forth on the vegan thing right now and uh <laughs> i feel you uh, yeah and uh <laughs> i made such a dumb joke on stage the other day where i was like i'm like a lax what did i say i was like i'm like kind of like a lax 
like I was vegan. I'm like, now I'm kind of lax. I'm like, I, I eat like honey and animals. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> where, and this girl was like hardcore militant vegan. And, um, you know, cause I'm training so much. I, I honestly, I started feeling so much better when I started eating eggs. Yeah. And sometimes I, I mean, everybody's body's different. That's I the know, thing. That's the thing. And that's what I'm learning where is that. I think I, I would honestly benefit from like, Maybe this is some sort of food addict thing, but like cycling in with different diets where yeah. it's like Well, here's when I kind of figured it was all bullshit is I was a militant preachy vegan for a long time. And then, you know, when I started reading like Aubrey and all these people, I started reading up uh, one out of curiosity, two out of health about like the keto paleo things. And I was like the vegan and the keto uh, headlines are the fucking same. It's like the one way to stop cancer, be vegan. The one way to stop cancer, be paleo. And I'm like, yeah. uh, maybe we're all just fucking different because yes. how can both of those things Coexist. be true? Um, and the answer actually might just be um, not eating sugar and like processed sugar. Yeah, well, right? that's the thing is like if you're doing either in a way that's actually healthy, where it's like, yeah, I think the real key is get a lot of greens, like get yep. a lot of raw vegetables, yep. regardless of if you're eating the meat or not. Yeah. Um, and so and don't eat processed shit. That, that's uh, which, is as I said, after uh, it's so abundant when you're vegan, that, that, eating that's a donut thing on it. Well, yeah, because it's like the vegan like, oh, do you have a vegan option? And it's like, yeah, this donut There's like fried, <laughs> like fake meat. Right. And so. um, So anyway, so I go, uh, I go, but I can't like not be with her because like i want to eat a steak you know because i again back to the like why i quit drinking i automatically assume it's my fault and i'm the piece of shit right and he just goes uh he goes fuck that choose the steak and he doesn't curse and i was like what i go but that seems so stupid he's like no 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 he goes the right person's not gonna make you choose yeah and he goes there are so many people on the planet I've never heard a phrase this way, even though I'm sure it's been phrased in every romantic comedy. He's like, the perfect person is out there for you somewhere. So why would you settle so early? And I was just like, oh. And it was nice because so many times when we're dealing with our problems, like codependency, we're, we're taking all the blame and we're not looking at it in like a positive way. It's like, I have to stop this bad thing. Right. Yeah. As opposed to when he phrased it that way, like the perfect person is out there for you was just such a sweet way to put it where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not not settling because, like, it, it's healthy for me, which it is. But also you cannot settle because, like, you will find someone who, like, matches up Yeah, it's like, it's not a you. bad thing to go, like, oh, this isn't the thing for me. Right. But and also having enough confidence to go, like, it's okay. And that's where the codependency thing is. That's why I think it's so linked to confidence because I would, I, I would hold on to it because I'm like, there's not going to be anyone better or I won't get better as opposed to... Dude, like I'm just starting like I'm going to like as I like climb through, you know, when like you're growing. So you don't even really fully know what I'm like. I'll find someone who who's even better because they're going to line up to the better version of myself. Yeah. I will meet them in that sort of orbit, you know, as like cheesy as that sounds. Um, That's cute. So, yeah. Right. Where can people find you? Um, well, I uh, probably uh, in a relationship that I shouldn't be in. Uh, He's moving in with someone me. next week. Yep. He'll uh, meet her tomorrow. Okay. So uh, the podcast, which is fun. Like the podcast, like it's not political. Um, we just talk about like fuck ups and shit. Like Moby and I, the Moby episode, we don't talk about veganism. We don't talk about, we literally talk about the Simpsons and being insecure in relationships. Um, and wow. then like Chrysler's going to do it. Moby gets insecure in relationships. I know, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, I want you to do it. Uh, 
uh, Bert did it. Ranazizi did it. Like I, I'm, I a lot of the guys. store guys are like, yeah, they're the best. Um, and so it's called the Jamie Kilstein podcast. You can get it on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, my Twitter is at Jamie Kilstein. Follow me on Instagram because that's where everyone's nice and is new, and I don't have that many followers yet. But like Instagram's <laughs> like my place of peace. Um, it is. Just, to, Instagram still seems mostly safe. It's mostly safe. And I've started unfollowing people who are posting pictures of like their political tweets. I'm like, uh, nope. Me too. Not I've doing it. I want to see your fucking cat. I want to see your fucking food. I'm like, silly and I want stuff, like motivational like, quotes. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like I want stuff that moves me and makes yep. me happy. I follow like cheesy athletes. I follow. Yep. The Rock. Um, so my Instagram <laughs> is uh, Jamie Kilstein Podcast. Yay. Thank All you right. So cool. Much. Thanks, for, thanks for doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye.